Oh, so like, yeah, if someone just gets way too rowdy, then it's just like, all right, we're cutting you off. So we wouldn't have to worry about like Discord cutting out any of the Jets crowd at football games. No. <laughs> wait, wait, no. We'd have to worry about them cutting out all the Jets. Because they're like the typical New Yorkers who like all they ever do is yell at their football team. Yeah. Discord, I don't think would be a fan. Graham, I'm so happy that you went for Jets fans and not the easy joke of the Chargers not having any fans in their stadium. I'm really proud of you. Hey, they just got a new stadium. Right. They sure did. Hopefully there will be more people in it this year. I sure freaking hope so. That are for the Chargers and not the other team. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to go to Buffalo. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Internet Football Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Steven, and joining me is Tyler. It's Tyler. Graham. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and it's Logan. Boo. Uh, sorry. Sorry, folks. Graham may not live through this episode. He's just so happy. He's so happy to hear the good news from the Colts camp, right, Graham? Oh, That's it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's it. Our good old pal Jeff Wentz is going to make it to game one, week one, I think. Yep. Got the breaking news today that both like Carson Wentz and probably the better news in Graham's book, the that Quentin Nelson are both on track to start week one against the Seahawks. So, yes, they uh, are. So hopefully we get to see them because, you know, I'm actually rather excited to go see that game. I know. Holy crap. <laughs> it's going to be great. And at the time recording this, uh, we are... It, it's funny, like, I know that the Hall of Fame game starts preseason officially, but, like, we're about to be in our first official week one of preseason games starting tomorrow, and I really hope they do better than the Hall of Fame game. I mean, wait, what am I talking about? Great game, right, guys? Uh, it tremendous. Was, <clears throat> by all accounts, both technical and otherwise, it was a game. <laughs> I, to, I mean, shoot, Peyton Manning was in the booth? Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. That was probably my favorite part. My favorite part was Bill Cower. Oh, yeah. he. You mean Wait, you mean the fact that Bill Cower went onto the sideline to coach some plays because they were just, like, so stalled? Yep. <laughs> yep. It, it, it didn't make any sense to me that it was right after uh, Chase Claypool went down injured. They just cut to the sideline, and it's Cower and Mike Tomlin just laughing, just having a good old time. And I'm like, all right, nice. <laughs> you're, it's preseason. You're, your clear number two receiver, it might be hurt in a meaningless preseason game. Coaches. <laughs> yeah, and their own coaches, not even like the Browns coach or anything. Yeah, we were classy. Oh, yeah, yeah you, classy. Weren't, uh, <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> oh, wee, 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 wee. The thing about uh, Peyton Manning being in the booth is that he only had uh, one fewer touchdown pass than the entire rest of the game. <laughs> He almost kept up with everyone on the field in terms of number of touchdown passes. <laughs> he did. Uh, I think he legend. was the better quarterback than Ben DiNucci, and Peyton Manning didn't even get on the field. What? All no. I've seen is Ben DiNucci won, Peyton Manning zero today. So, <laughs> balls in your court, Manning. <laughs> I mean, Manning, Manning can't now. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't know. I mean, no. he is certainly in the Hall of Fame. That's not what's in question. What's in question is whether or not he can. Oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, it, that's a rule. Like, that that's not even a joke. That That's just a rule, you know? Wait, you really can't 
play football no, what, again after being in the ah no, that, what a in shame. The NFL. Shucks. Yep. Dang. Once you once you uh once you get the jacket, you are done. Crap. That's what they say. Once you go jacket, you never go back it. Amen. That is that is what that they down. say. All right, I'm writing that down. Hold on. Write that down. Write that down. This is going to be in the topics discussed for this episode. It's good to be gold, <laughs> or so I've been told. Oh, holy shit. What a what a heck of a game. So glad that we survived the Cowboys and Steelers just to die watching the game. Uh, it's all right. It's honestly really bad, too, that I had even, like, I had higher expectations than what it turned out to be. And it's Cowboys-Steelers. You couldn't possibly have had lower expectations than what that game ended up delivering on. I mean, they went three for seven total kicking? Three for seven. Yeah, it was not good. Now I'm thinking about, uh, I think it was the the second kick. It just veered off to the right, and I think it hit my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, oh my god, wait, hold, wait, 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 am I, am I reading this correctly? Okay, so, no, 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 I'm, I'm just, I was a little confused, because when the Cowboys missed their first kick, I'm like, oh man, Greg the leg, uh, Mr. Zerline, I was like, oh man, he's really struggling. And then no. I realized when he missed the second one, I'm like, oh, that's not Zerline. That's uh, Niswander. That's their punter. They <laughs> had their... Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Zerline's, I think, has been hurt the last they... couple of so, weeks. So, but, okay, so he's been hurt. So you've been having your punter kick your field goals. I think their rationale is we want to have an emergency kicker on the roster in case Zerline has to miss any regular season action in the middle of a game. So I... I have absolutely no basis to base this on, because what am I going to do? Read Cowboys training camp notes? Actually, but, I mean, you mean what? You mean hard knocks? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I think the theory is we can bring in another kicker for a couple of games in the preseason, but we want to have our punter with some field goal kicking experience in case Zerline goes down during a game. I think there is some merit to that. I I, I guess that doesn't. I was like. I don't know where I'm going. Like, how could this be when literally the last year um, when Mike Badgley went down for the Chargers, they had Ty Long kicking um, for them and the field goals. So, uh, granted, he didn't kick a lot of them. <laughs> like, even on extra points, they were a little like, I don't know. <laughs> but, again, that's just different kicking skills, right? Like, that's not their job to kick it like that way, you know? Correct. I mean, you're not wrong. But Doug Flutie is one for one in all-time kicks, so I, well, I'm not sure. Man, Doug Flutie, that that's a callback. It is. He he made all one of his extra points ever kicked, and it was a drop nice. kick. Oh man, he did like a rugby Looks kick. Sense. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Let me just get past the Jeffs and Bills. <laughs> Damn it! I wish he wasn't playing for the Pats in this clip, though. The Pats. <laughs> <laughs> Broke him. I thought he did this as a Bill. You mean as a Jeff? <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. He did it as a Doug, but... <laughs> Please, who would name their football... Who, Graham, who would name their football team after, like, someone's first name? <laughs> who such a thing? I was, I was kind of dissing the fact that literally uh, right before this, and we were we went down the rabbit hole with one of our favorite topics, um, which jerseys look like garbage? And, uh, we Thanks to Nebraska. Into... Wait, oh, God bless it. Why? Like, 
dipping into college football for a little bit, um, if you've never seen Nebraska's mascot, it's a Cornhusker, which basically is a guy in some coveralls and a white t-shirt. And um, they transferred that. I, I think they just like literally took that image and like printed it onto a jersey, and uh, that's what they got. It's literally a jersey with it. It's all red pants, mm-hmm. and the jersey is mostly red. Mm-hmm. Or it's all red through the stomach, but then it has like little coverall straps. Oh, it's so hideous. If it's you so can bad. imagine Little Red Riding Hood without the basket, but she's like a six foot five, two hundred and fifteen pound African American gentleman, that's pretty much the picture we're looking at. No, actually no no no. This looks like <laughs> like if the if the white part of the jersey wasn't there, this looks like something you would have been sent home for for wearing in school because you can't wear spaghetti oh, straps. Yeah. Like you just can't Correct. do that. <laughs> like, oh it's gosh. literally sp- incredible. It's spaghetti straps on a jersey. But the good part about that jersey was us going down the rabbit hole of previous jerseys, uh, some that looked good, some that don't, and we eventually got to our new favorite team ever in NFL history. Yes. Uh, remind me, what was their full name again? <laughs> their full name is the Rochester Jeffersons. And Correct. if you want to look up their jersey, it is, uh, I'd call it like a neutral red with some cream accents. And on the front, it simply reads Jeffs in cursive font. It's J-E-F-F-S. <laughs> Shout out to the Rochester Jeffs. J-E-F-F-S, Jeffs, Jeffs, Jeffs. Uh, what's even better about the Rochester Jeffersons or the Jeffs? It's that they became the Bills. <laughs> Correct. So, what the realization that we made, and I wish we had been totally recording for this, just to catch the raw emotion of it, is that the Jeffs moved to Buffalo and became the Bills. So you got generic white man name number one, generic white man name number two. <laughs> I am only ever going to refer to the Buffalo Bills from now on as the Rochester Williams. Because clearly they abbreviated Jeffersons to the Jeffs, and they abbreviated the Williams to the Bills. The Rochester Williams is what I will refer to them as. I, d- I just want to know what happened to where they needed to change from Jeffs to Bills. Like, well, why did they well, think see, Je- Bill they is a, a better re- name than Jeff? Well, they, well, they had a really bad. They had a really bad breakup with Jeff. Um, they needed a new uh, guy. You know. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. It's rather sad. Okay, but like, who's who's gonna leave a Jeff for a Bill? Oh, unless unless Bill has a lot of money, then why are you? <laughs> I've heard of someone leaving a Jeff for a Dick. I mean Richard, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> I highly encourage you to look up the uniforms for the Rochester Jeffersons because if you're still listening to this podcast, I don't think you'll be disappointed. And actually, no, no, no. um, but. It's not only that one, it. But what was the, Graham? What was the name of this team with the jersey that looks like it was designed by a second grader? <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Uh, do you mean the, the tanks one. or oh, no. that's the uh, uh, fuck. What was their name? Uh, the Eskimos. Uh, right. I think it was the Edmonton Eskimos. That feels correct. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for using the slur. That's just what they called themselves. I know. Right. That, like, I mean, before the Washington we, football like, team got their new better name. Right. Yeah. Let's just let's just kill that right yeah. now. Like it, this is just what they were called. We're not insinuating. However, 
I'm calling them the igloos. Yeah, they're the igloos. Might Wherever as well they're from, be. they're now the igloos. I'm not right. calling them the, the the other word anymore. Correct. Oh, they are 100 percent the igloos. I mean, they might as well be because there is an like. So it's a. It looks like you took. Uh, oddly enough, it looks like the rest of the jersey that you didn't like. It looks like the base of the jersey that you, uh they took out the accent colors and put onto the Jeff's jersey. So it's a mostly cream-based jersey. <laughs> but uh, there's strips they're, of... They're from but, Duluth. Oh, the, Duluth. The, the Duluth Igloos. Got it. That is correct. Oh, Minnesota. Got it. Anyway, um, but what's the best part about this is that it looks like a second grader... Like, there, there's a decent <laughs> igloo on the front. Like, front logo. It's good. A it, good it, igloo. Good-looking igloo. But the... I was going to say the circle it's cut out on, but that's not a circle. It's not it, a circle. It looks like they tried to do a circle, but they just could only cut in straight lines. It's like a nonagon. I, I, like, I have the perfect yeah. analogy. People will get it. So you're sitting in second grade, and you forget your pencil box with your scissors in it. So you have to use the school-provided rusty scissors. Yeah. Exactly how it looks. When you try yep. to make a circle, just fucks it up. Very yeah. uneven. No, it it is it Nailed is it. it is a decagon. There are ten sides to that circle. <laughs> I would also like to throw in there an irregular decagon. It's oh yeah, not no, like no, no. It's a design it's not- choice <laughs> where it's neat angles and all this stuff. It is <laughs> a a very slapdash put together. I need to cut this out and paste it onto this jersey <laughs> decagon. <laughs> Well, and, and not to mention what I the part that I brought up is that like the shoulder accent thing, or if you go, or it's like the back, it almost looks like they gave him like a little shoulder cape thing. It's totally mm-hmm. uneven. Like one side has you way more. You say that, but I think it's just the angle we're viewing the image from because the jersey looks tilted slightly. Okay, maybe clockwise but, if you're looking at the image. Okay, but even that, why is there like a why is I, wait? Is it going to go know. down the back or is that like shoulder like straps? I don't. I looks don't like know. it oh stops where the nameplates are on modern jerseys. So it covers like the first two inches of the shoulder on the back. I'm not lying though. I would wear the hell out of this thing. The Jeffs or the Igloos? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Jeffs. I'll be honest. The Jeffs jersey looks awesome. If the Bills rolled if I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm I apologize the Williams. to Williams fans. If the Rochester Williams <laughs> rolled out with the Jeff jerseys as their throwbacks, that would be one of the greatest games to watch I on know. TV I ever. And I'm not talking what? about football. I'm talking hold about on. games ever. Wait, 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 hold on. We do know that they can have throwback helmets, right? Uh, give me the Jeffs, please. <laughs> I would love to see a game where the 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 Rochester Williams roll up with the Jeff's jerseys and a helmet that in that horrible <laughs> cursive font says Jeff's on each side of the helmet. That would make <laughs> my day. Well, hold on. I mean, if the Duluth Igloos, I mean, if they stayed in Minnesota, does that not stand a reason that they became the Vikings? They might have just gone out of business and a different Minnesota team became the Vikings. I can neither confirm nor deny that fact. I, I can look it up, but... Uh, oh, yeah, so while Graham looks that up... If I'm if what I'm saying is true, could we not have the Vikings and the Williams play each other as the Igloos and the Jeffs? Wow. Boy, they went through some tumultuous times, let me tell you what. Well, that's what happens when you name your team after a <clears throat> less than friendly term. Yeah. Right, Washington football team? Okay, so they were the Duluth Kellys, then they became the Duluth Igloos, 
I, then, I'm, hey. I almost choked on my drink. The Kellys? I know. The Kellys. Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kelly and Jeff had a big falling out. The, the D- Kelly moved to Duluth. They broke Jefferson up hard. <laughs> moved to Rochester. Changed his name to William. God bless them. They became the Orange Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> I need Jersey. I need a Jersey I reference. I find it. I really want to find the Orange <laughs> What city are they talking about for Orange? I, orange, New Jersey. Or, uh, orange, New Jersey. You, you yep. are correct. <laughs> yep, I'm looking it up. I'm on the same Wikipedia article you're on. <laughs> oh. Their Jersey colors are just navy, orange, and white. Oh, oh, I need to find God. this. This is the best. Oh, God. I, I cannot. Yes. How? Oh, Don't. Okay. Honestly, Wait. not awful. <laughs> not terrible. <laughs> I've seen worse. Yeah. It's look. Imagine the Packers uniforms, but instead of like that weird dark blue green color, it's just orange, and then everything I, else is basically identical. I don't orange. understand the high waistedness, but I mean, other oh, than that, oh my god, they, it's they the grandpa style. Graham. They they got the Marissa Tomei pants, but like not looking good. That's the stylist football team for 1929. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. This is so funny that like the Duluth Kellys team colors were red and white. So when they broke up with the Rochester Jeffersons, uh, they went to a goth phase because they went midnight they blue. They did. <laughs> midnight blue and white. They they went full on Canada too. They turned. I think. Oh wait, no. What's the CFL? <laughs> what? I thought That's that was the a Canadian, Canadian Football League. Okay. Yeah. Wait, the, the, oh. Well. Wait. Hold on. You went. They went full Canadian. Wait. No. What's the CFL? Are really? Yeah. Because their names were the Orlando Panthers. <laughs> Like in the Whoa. 60s, which... Oh my god. The Orlando Panthers? Panthers were in Orlando? I I think that's just actually true. It, I, man, what a what a history. What a time to be alive. What a history. I, 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 I think this just goes to show oh, that... Um, so, Graham, that is not... I'm going to make a correction here. It is not the Canadian Football League. It is the Continental Football League, sometimes oh. also abbreviated to the COFL. Oh. which existed from 1965 to 1969 following the collapse of the United Football League. Mm, so there you wow. go. So that take that it wasn't Canadian. That that lines up, I guess. What a time to be alive. I I think that just kind of goes to show that um we've talked for how many minutes about um teams that were from the 1920s. Uh it almost just goes to show how interesting that uh Hall of Fame game was. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, just so everyone, every like I, listener is aware, I'm going to post all of this on our official Twitter account, which is oh yes, which is at ifpxifp. Yeah, I need to start tweeting more. We got we yeah, got we got to reach out to uh Mr. Ben Kurt. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. We ben Kurt, this doesn't relate to much of anything, but um. He will be playing in the upcoming preseason game. <gasps> I'm so excited. Between the Packers and the whoever the uh, oh Houston Texans. Oh, Mr. Ben Kurt, your preseason career is getting off to a great start. I, I'm legitimately like, it's funny. Before all this, I was like, I didn't know the man's name, and after that first episode, I still didn't officially know the man's name. <laughs>
But oh my gosh, like that would have. He's slowly becoming like a personality in Green Bay. And I think, like, I don't know. I, I'm excited for him. I hope he does well enough to stay on the roster. Me too. Oh, Mr. Benkirk? He's, he's, he's been there a couple years. So. A couple? I was. I thought he was on Atlanta. So. No, he was on Atlanta last year. Was he not? I'd believe it. I'll be honest. Don't remember. I did. I I can at least say with certainty that he was on Atlanta before he went to Green Bay. No matter when that was. He was on it. He was on Atlanta. Boom. Well, that. Well, yeah. Atlanta's the one that misnamed him. Remember, on their website. Oh, that's right. He just got with the Packers. Okay. Yeah, I, it has not been long. I knew that. Oh man. Well, according to his Twitter account, he makes it seem like he's been there for years. He <laughs> listens. What's that old saying? Fake it till you make it. Like, just. He's like, yep, just going to act like I've been here my whole life. He showed up for the first day of training camp on a bike, and I went. He still shows up for training camp on a bike. Like, See, he's a still a boss. cool dude. And he's environmentally conscious. What a guy. What a great guy. It's just a shame he's such a young whippersnapper. I know, right? <laughs> You're gonna, I feel like that was a setup for like how old he actually is. And like, He is 16 days older than me, which I think is why we got onto the birthday conversation from two episodes ago. <laughs> it, it, it is weird to like think of these guys, you know, some of these NFL players are like few years so younger young. than us. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, they are. We're, we're, I think we're starting to see NFL players with born in 2000. I'm like, Oh, Whoa. take it back. Take it back. I'm old. Everyone else was born in the 1900s. <laughs> we I mean, are really showing our age. Isn't it the real, like, I mean, I feel like the real kicker to that was um, back this year when someone was like, oh, yeah, you see the one on an ID, they're good to drink. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, one yeah. nine. Uh, I'm old. The one perk about still having an Ohio license is that people here in Texas can't find where it says my year of birth. So it looks like they're taking a, wa- a while. So I think they're doing the math in their head because they think I'm really young. No, nice. they just can't fucking no. find it. No, they just can't <laughs> fucking find it on there. And then no, they're like, a... where is it? <laughs> it's in the corner. Oh, okay. I are good. Man, I can't be- like, sorry, getting us back a little bit on topic, looking ahead at the, preseason week one i just think it's funny that like we still won't see the colts until the last second this week yep oh boy yeah no one wants to see the colts what you don't want to see sam ellinger and jacob Beeson fight it out for the backup not really no we only need one quarterback this year steven and that is the jeff williams hey man i love his music um <laughs> nice I just looked in the Browns played Trevor Lawrence. That would be interesting. Do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to play that much, though, this preseason? He'll, he'll play, like, two series. See, that, that's what I thought was funny when you were bringing up the stuff for our special Hall of Fame uh, quick answers thing. But, like, you were like, oh, yeah, Big Ben's going to I'm like, you think he's going to play? <laughs> Listen, my mind differentiates the Hall of Fame game and preseason – I technically, like, I guess I don't recognize the Hall of Fame game as the start of preseason. I feel like it's, like, an event, so, like, people want to play. Well, it, it is. Hall it's Hall of Fame game. Yeah. It's just basically the bonus 
it's the bonus preseason game for two teams, you know? Like, that's it. Because everyone else oh. only gets the three. That's true. I feel like it should be more than that. Yeah, but tomorrow kicks off the official week one, and with a doubleheader of Steelers and Eagles versus, or and also the football team against the Patriots. So, as a, actually, probably going to see a little bit of Mac Jones in this first preseason game. Ooh, that would actually... I'm actually to intrigued him. to see him, yeah. I, you, I also want to see Mac Jones get run over by Chase Young. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. I don't know how much Chase Young is going to play in that game tomorrow. I want. I want to ask because we're talking about the AFC East today. Yes, who we will be. Do you? Th- who do you think is going to have the more productive rookie season? Is it going to be Mac Jones or is it going to be Zach Wilson? Hmm. Good question. Actually, I was gonna. I'll take it one higher um, because I was. Actually, we can answer that one first, but I also have another one that I was thinking about last week, but did seem like a good time. But now that we're going to be talking about the AFC East this week, uh, which will feature two younger quarterbacks, I also had the thought of, like, when does everyone, like, because we had five first-round QBs this year, right? Sounds right. Because we had mm-hmm. Trevor, we had Zach, Mac, and then we had... Trey Lance. Um, Trey Lance. This is also not in order. <laughs> And uh, Justin Fields. So my question, the question I was thinking of last week, but we'll just do this one. When does everyone start? And will they all be starters by the end of the season? So, I mean, Zach Wilson's going to start week one. Right. Because I don't, I can't name another Jets quarterback other than him. So Joe Flacco. I'm assuming. Flacco's with the Eagles, I believe. Flacco is with the Eagles. You're right. I'm stuck in the past. And we just talked about the NFC least last week, which was so interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we also spent the first 20 minutes of this podcast talking about the Jeffs, so clearly yeah. we're not that great at staying on topic. What are you talking about? That that was vital information that we just shared. It was great. I'm glad we did it and all. Um, I think I'm going to go in order. I okay. think Trevor Lawrence starts week one. I think Zach Wilson starts week one. Listen, much love to Garner Minshew, but yeah, sorry. I think T-Law's yeah. got this. I think... Trey Lance will probably end up starting off the top of my head probably like week five because Jimmy G will either look just okay or get hurt. And the fans are going to be like, well, put Lance in. Interesting. I think... I like that. Fields... I'll be honest. I'm projecting Fields to start week one because he's going to look so good in the preseason. I have high hopes for Justin Fields, which it, this is not a universe trying to hurt the Bears thing. This is just a, I think Justin Fields is one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. And for people just don't quite give him the cred that I think he deserves. Wow. And then Mac Justin Jones. Justin Fields fan. I, I like Fields. I I did not like the fact that he slipped all the way to number 11 in the draft. Um. And then Mac Jones, I don't think Mac Jones starts unless Cam Newton gets hurt. So I'm projecting Mac Jones to start like week 10. Hmm. Oh, God damn it. The Nebraska Cornhuskers jersey is fake. Dang it. Oh, no. Oh. This is a bummer to find out. What a a news if you, Graham, if you tell me that the Jeff's jersey is fake, we're not friends anymore. So even no, if you find out, keep real. it to yourself. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's oh. such a bummer. Oh, they were so bad. I was 
Oh, it's actually a bummer to find out they're fake. Well, there goes that, uh, there goes that beautiful section. Anyway, there's a great picture of it on Twitter. I don't know. Shout out to that person. They made a very convincingly ugly football jersey. Yes, they did. Let me see here. All right. I got it. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to start week one and Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson is going to start week one. Bold. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll give Justin Fields. I'm currently looking at the Bears schedule. Try to figure out a good game he could start out. I feel like week 12 is too long because that's at the Lions. Mm. Every other one in between is like Packers, Bucks, Niners, Steelers, Ravens. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. If we want to be bold week four, that's against the Lions. I'm predicting either Lions games. It's either going to be week four or week 12. Okay. Wow. So it's either like he gets in early or the season's lost. Let's just throw him in. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Because if they care about him, they wouldn't throw him against, you know, know, defense, defense, defense. For him to get just. Oh, sure. Let's just throw him up against Dan Campbell, who likes to eat kneecaps while jacked up on 40 ounces of espresso and coffee. Yeah, that's a great first week. I mean, he has the chance to beat out Jared Goff as the better of the two quarterbacks. I'll give him that. What? What? Oh, in the game. Gotcha. I thought you in meant the on game. the same yes. team. No, 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 oh, no, no. I'm like, in the game. Whoa. It's quite the mid-season acquisition. I'll say bold <laughs> move by the Bears. You gave up all that to get Justin Fields, and then you give him to the Lions? All right. No. Uh, it's the same thing for Trey Lance, too. It's like you get two easy ones, and then you get – Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Colts, and I guess the Bears in Week Eight, but that's going against Cleo Mack too. So eh. it's just Cardinals, Rams. They play Jags Week Eleven. Eh. You know, I I get what you're saying with this, but also we have to remember that, like sometimes there's just no, like sometimes there's just no good time, right? Like, didn't Tua get his first official start last year against Aaron Donald and the Rams? Like, like seriously. The scariest defensive player in the NFL. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and look up a tweet. <laughs> look, look up this video of the Miami Dolphins setting four linemen on the man. Four yeah. linemen. Four. To block one man. Hey, but you say whatever you want about putting four people on Aaron Donald. At least for that one play, it worked. Oh, it worked. That is true. For that one play, the quarterback did not have to change his pants after the snap. <laughs> Call that a win. No, I'm just thinking of like, you know, considering like, like barring no injuries or like a sudden throw into the game, I guess. If I'm thinking very nicely of just easing them in, like giving them that like pat on the butt. Yeah, Justin Herbert probably thought that too. Probably. I mean, I feel like that's every team's intention of just like giving them that like pat on the butt. Unless... You're the Jets with Zach Wilson, and it's already a dumpster firing. You push him in and go, there, have fun. I mean, we'll see. I mean, didn't Peyton start week one? Peyton Manning, yes, he did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, Listen, sometimes you just know. I you know that's I'm not guy. Sh- I honestly don't know who the hell our backup was back then. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know if we like, had a We had choice. a backup? <laughs> I'm going to look that up because that's knowledge I don't have. When was uh? He was drafted in 1998. I 
Trust me, I have that year locked into memory. <laughs> oh God, you went three and thirteen. Yeah, we did. It yeah. was a rough season, Stephen. That was back to back three and thirteens. I almost was not a Colts fan anymore after that year. I I had yeah. a conversation with my mom as an eight year old boy. <laughs> was it was it was it Jim Harbaugh? No, no, was, he was uh, gone. It was uh, Douglas Nussmeyer and Kelly Holcomb. <gasps> oh, Kelly Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb, wow. Those were your two backups to Peyton Manning. That's a Uh, good name. Pretty thrilled. Pretty thrilled we stuck with Peyton. (laughs) Not going to lie. Jesus, you also... Wow, you also had early Marshall Falk. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, Marshall Falk was a badass, and uh, I think we traded him away that year. And picked up a guy named Edron James. I mean... I believe that's correct. That's both Hall of Famers, so it's all good. Yeah. Uh, all I good. mean, Marshall was fucking awesome. Uh, don't get me wrong. Oh, I remember. Uh, uh, Jesus, he was amazing. I wish we kept him. Uh, but we also... Man, that... Sorry, we're talking about the Colts. I don't know. Okay, we can we can move on. Sorry. I don't know that's how we, we got here. No, <laughs> No, no, no. Well, I mean, we're still on our like pre-show talk. We haven't officially gotten to yeah. AFC East talk. Like, I we just were answering the we were just asking the question like, a between or we'll save the Tyler's question for like when we get to the actual talk. But the one that I was kind of wrapping it up before that was, when do we think the new quarterback's going to start? Uh, Logan, did you apparent- finish your answer or? Yeah, I gave mine. All five of them. And Tyler, you too. Um, I just didn't say Mac Jones. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, wait, where did we yeah. leave off? Well, I was just going to say, maybe like week eight, week ten, if Cam doesn't perform, I feel like he could be ready. You know, I think Bill Belichick is, you know, kicking him in the dick right now, being like, do it. <laughs> and he's like, yes, sir. I got seems it. Like a, seems like a very Bill Belichick move. <laughs> dick kicking. Yep. You're going to be Brady and you're going to like it. Get, yes, sir. Get your uh, ass together, Tom. My name's Mac. Shut up. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom, did he kick you in the dick, too? Oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> loved kicking us in the dick. <laughs> I can't wait for that week four matchup. Just Mac goes up to Brady. He's like, so was it this bad? <laughs> oh, yeah, kid. Oh, Why yeah. do you think I'm so happy Cause, in Tampa? Because na- now it's like... <laughs> It's now it's like loose Tom Brady. This is party Brady that we're getting in Tampa Bay. He's just like whatever. I'm just having fun. Brady's in Tampa throwing up the hang loose and throwing forty five and twelve. I know, right? I don't like how much I like Tom Brady. (laughs) Graham, I'll be honest. Me neither. I followed him on Twitter mostly out of obligation. I know. He's the the Bucks quarterback. I'll see what all the hype's about. He's He's funny. He's crushing the social media game. I know. He's funny. He's hilarious. I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, Okay. I'll just I'll run through mine real quick. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence. He's apparently been tearing it up in training camp after not impressing anyone. Uh, So he's probably starting week one. Zach Wilson. Uh, the Jets have really no one as quarterback apart from Zach Wilson, so they might as well start him week one. The Bears are too dumb to start Justin Fields anytime before <laughs> week four, so probably week five. <laughs> um, Trey Lance, good luck, buddy. Um, 
I don't think you see the field this season apart from Neil Downs and Mac Jones. As long as Cam performs, I don't think we see him before half the halfway point. And those are my five. It's a good five. Um, for me, honestly, I mean, it's like getting the obvious one out of the way. Yes, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence are going to be starting week one. You know, it's how could you not? You know, um, my thoughts for Trey, though, I got to be honest. I don't I could see week six. What if Garoppolo sucks or gets injured? Yeah. Well, that's the, I'm, I'm leaning more so the Garoppolo is not going to perform well, and so they're going to turn to Trey. So I could see Fair that, enough. like, I could see that week six against the Colts. Oh, why, Stephen? Why? <laughs> I don't know. He, he was like the quarterback. I was like, ah, if the Colts don't pick up a quarterback, I'd love to see us get Trey Lance. And boy, howdy. Sorry. Well, okay. 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 You know, you want to know why? Honestly, and it probably just drew me, Sunday Night Football. A chance to see oh, a young rookie hot. take the stage. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? See how I'm thinking about this? Like, and that oh. could be the fir- that. And if Carson Wentz takes a turn for the worst, that could be his first game of the season too. Mm. Yeah, true. See, it all works out. Yeah, two young, inexperienced quarterbacks going at it for the first time. Uh. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> that took that took a second for Graham to realize. He's like, yeah, wait a Ouch. minute. Wait. So, so uh, I just decided to look up the Jets' backup quarterbacks. Uh, uh, save it, man. Save it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good please, point. Okay, my bad. Please, please save it. <laughs> That's the team we're actually talking about coming up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just, just give me a second. I got two more quarterbacks, and we'll get to there momentarily. Um, okay, go on. Uh, Justin Fields. Ah. On I do again. It's kind of the same time frame as a. Trey Lance for me on Justin. I actually think he will be starting about week five. You know? Fair enough. I just think I don't think the Bears start off well this season. And then it's gonna be well, uh use the guy that you traded all that capital for, or uh you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean listen if you management like that. Am I wrong? Like I just love the way you said it. The delivery was top notch. I applaud you, sir. Right. I, I should probably be in management for a football team. <laughs> Just or you're fired. Um <laughs> Jets, if you're listening. Yeah. You got a man. Yep, just uh feel free to reach out to me. Like, I'll take a job. Anyway, uh last one. Mac Jones. Mm, yeah, I'm definitely seeing him starting last. Of all these guys, you know, I was gonna say I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a November, like time frame. Okay. I, I think that the game that jumped out at me was, uh, yeah, I, I could see like, I could see the Panthers game. So whatever week that is, like that's the first weekend in November. Okay. I would say that's a good week. Because my theory is, like, my thinking on this is, like, goes like this. If Cam, if the Patriots don't do well in the first two months, they're going to have to do something or Belichick's going to miss the playoffs again. Right? Yeah. Like, November would be, I mean, that's your back half of the season. 
be a time that's like, listen, this is going to work, or we just get a higher draft pick. You know, either way, we got to give Mac Jones some time. But I, so I guess wrapping up my lining of thought, I do think that all five of these guys do end up starters by the by the season's end, barring injury, of course. Fair enough. So, and on that, uh, yeah. And uh, speaking of Mac Jones, who happens to play for the New England Patriots, which is a team that is in the AFC East, which, if you recall, that's who we're talking about this week. What a flawless transition right there. That <laughs> Rather was smooth. smoother than silk. Thank you. Like smoother. smoother than those Jeff's jerseys. Am I was, right? I'll say smoother well, let's than Let's not get Jeff. crazy. <laughs> yeah, smooth, certainly smoother than the goddamn lines on that uh, decal. Amen. God, if those uh, fucking jerseys weren't $225 each, I would buy them. I could make that. I was gonna I say, know. it looks like you could make your own with your <laughs> Nana's sweater in an igloo pattern for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> no, bitches. Oh god, I might as well go back to substitute teaching kindergarten, and that's their task for the day. <laughs> oh. Okay, kids. Today we're gonna learn how to make an old school football jersey. Today we learn about capitalism. <laughs> you make this for me, I profit. <laughs> that's how the world works, Graham. Child labor laws? No. <laughs> I'm just teaching them, Stephen. Ain't no shame in the game. <laughs> uh, you know, you know who should be ashamed of their game? The Jets. <laughs> of course. J E T S. Jets. What another flawless segue by our very own Stephen. Thank you. Oh, I guess I should say. They should definitely be ashamed of the game after last season, finishing well at the bottom of the pack, for like last place in the division. You had the number two overall pick, finishing two and fourteen, which was just so funny. <laughs> like, oh man, don't you remember like week fourteen, fifteen? We were saying like, wow, the Jets, Trevor Lawrence, like probably gonna do another year of college because he's gonna have to go to the Jets, and then the Jets won two games. And lost <laughs> yep. that, that was my favorite rumor that happened last year. It was like Jets get the first pick, and they're like, "Trevor Lawrence gonna go back to Clemson." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was tremendous. Ah, uh, like part of my brain was just like, "I want it. I want it to happen. I want it to happen." But then it did. It's and then the Jets won two games. Why? Uh, the At fools. that point, I mean, pride. I, listen, listen. I totally get it. As football players, you don't want to, like... I feel like there's such a big problem that the NBA had about tanking, right? Like, where you purposely yeah. lose to yeah. get a higher draft pick, which is why they had to implement the lottery system, no? Yes. Uh, yep, that's correct. So, like, I get you don't want to fall into that stigma, but, oh my... And it's like, you should always be playing to win, but it's just so funny that you've won. <laughs> like, like yeah. win one game, I would have been like, yeah, okay, Jets, like didn't go you didn't like go 0 and 16 but then you went and won two mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong the colts had a good chance to give jacksonville their second win but they didn't yeah we really <laughs> tried god damn it oh thanks phil but hey but hey you reap what you sow right and and what they got was zach wilson instead quarterback out of byu yeah yeah he's gonna need all the religion he can get 
after playing with the Jets. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, I think, run the table on the different religions. He's like, he's gonna be a Buddhist, uh, a Tibetan monk, uh, and he's gonna start being uh, pals from beyond the grave with Mahatma Gandhi, just to really, you know, round out his religious beliefs. Because as Graham said, he'll need it. I thought you were gonna go the Scientology route, like, and uh, just for, just no. for, like, good measure. Steven, what? He's desperate. He's not stupid. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what am I thinking? N- nothing but facts there. Um. Well, I mean, he's certainly probably not gonna get a ton of help from his death chart. Uh, Graham, would you like to name the entire Jets quarterback <laughs> roster? Oh boy. He seemed... Yes. Because uh, this is a this is a squad right here. You know, so you got Zach Wilson, right? Yeah. And then uh, the everlasting James Morgan, who is apparently in his fourth year. Uh, we got, uh, wow, just the mo- most Caucasian guy ever. His name is Mike White, and he comes Whoa. from Western Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Oh, You tell me that man was born and bred in the States, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> And then we somehow have I, I I'm looking him up and it's unbelievable. We have Josh Johnson. Hey. Who uh man, he For, is former Buccaneers quarterback, Josh yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Uh oh, he, I've never uh, heard of him before in my life. What? <laughs> <laughs> never heard of him before in my life. Maybe How? that's because when he started for Tampa Bay, he went Oh, and five. Hey, woo! Uh, he had... In the five games he started, he only... In the five games he started for Tampa, sorry. He only had two games where he threw for over 200 yards. Legend. Uh, let's see. One, three, four, and five. Five... (laughs) Oh, my God. Five touchdowns and... Nine ten interceptions. interceptions. Ten. 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 That's not bad. Five and ten over three years. I'll keep that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was just doing the games he started, but you're right. He did throw another interception oh, no, no. in the game. He oh, did. no, no, yeah. he, I'm, he, I'm going total. He went one for two with one pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's some I, real I, Jameis Winston I, shit. Hold on, hold on. I, I think... I think Tyler will like this stat line even more. Is that Hit me. after after his three year tenure in Tampa Bay, he got picked up by Cleveland, where he played in one game. He did not throw a pass. He did not run the ball. He did get sacked and fumbled though. <laughs> oh boy. That is his entire career at Cleveland. One sack, Wait. one fumble. <laughs> can I can I know what year? Twenty twelve. Oh, oh wow, my yeah. God. Uh, Gosh, who, what a fella. Was, who was our regular quarterback back then? Was it Colt uh, McCoy? I want to guess Tim Couch just because I love the name Tim Couch. Oh, God, that's 2000, bud. No, uh, that's too bad. Sorry, that's Damn a little it. bit that's, outside that's of the... Uh, old. We're not talking Brandon Whedon era, are we? I'm it. guessing Josh McCown. That's a good guess. It's a very good guess because I know that's right around when Tampa picked him up. No one will get it. So, Steven and I were both correct. It was Brandon Whedon and Colt McCoy. <laughs> Whoa. I knew. That's the thing. It was the Brandon Whedon era. I knew it was that close. <laughs> but, 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 
the starting quarterback in that game was Thad Lewis. Ah. Uh, hey, hey, so we're all right. Woo! We are all correct. Oh, my God. We are all right. Are we, though? Oh. <laughs> Great. I can't wait to get a Josh... Who is it? Josh Johnson, Josh Johnson Browns jersey. Yeah, don't, though. That, yeah, I wouldn't. I have to get every Browns quarterback jersey. But you don't, though. Here's the really awesome part, is that you don't, though. (laughs) I think I would make that guy's year if I bought his jersey. He'd probably Probably. be a little confused. He's like, how did you know I was a Brown? I had one play. Listen, big, big Browns fan, I don't remember your play, but, I mean, a sack fumble is incredible. Not, Not only were you able to get sacked but you also coughed it up at the same time that takes a lot of talent okay i'm i'm sorry but just a little bit of breaking news here because i have a stream going on for the nfl the nfl training camps and i just love this highlight it just keeps keep bringing it up um they're looking at Bengals camp right now and it was like talking about how the Bengals picked jamar chase at number five in, overall instead of tackle penne sewell <laughs> like even NFL <laughs> Network is like, uh huh. Yeah, what are you, you doing? Goofed. <laughs> like, that's funny. Y'all know how that could go. Yep. Back to the East. So I will say the mm-hmm. Jets did not bungle up that decision because with their second first round pick of this year, they picked up offensive guard, I believe, mm. Elijah Vera Tucker. Ooh, now that. Man, I'm not the only one with smooth transitions there, Logan. Smooth. Smooth Then you it pair is. Tucker, one of this year's first-round selections, with, with... the last year's. Mackay Becton, I think uh-huh. is who they picked up last year. Oh, yes. And suddenly the Jets are rebuilding what I think is the best way imaginable, which is to build out your offensive line to help out your run game and your young quarterback. I love Correct. it. Correct. Now, oh my god, I... Sorry, good, good old Makai Becton drafted last year. The man is 6'7 and 363 pounds. I Ooh. think, I recently put this together, I think Makai Becton was comparably that large when he was in, like, 8th grade. My friends no. showed me a picture yeah. when I was, like, late into high school or maybe just into, like, junior college. And they showed me this guy. I'm pretty sure it was Mackay Becton, but I can't prove it. And in eighth grade, he was like 6'3 and like 280 pounds. Right, so he was already like a giant of a human. And he was like 13! Incredible. It was, yeah, he's just a large person. So, I mean, I'll be honest though, if I'm Zach Wilson and he's on my team, I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I'm the big guy on my team. Please. Yeah, for the love of God. Well, it's funny. You mentioned the young running game, and they also, like, I believe the Jets in this draft also picked up a young running back in Michael Carter. Correct. Out of North Carolina. Um, And that's an interesting one. So, okay, so as much as we love to talk about Frank Gore, Frank Gore is not a Jet. He is a free agent. Oh, they did not bring aw. him back. Devastating. For now, yeah. though. Rip. For now, he's a free agent. Oh, oh, for now, for now. He's weighing his options. But, yeah, so right now... I don't know how. So your Jets running back core is led by Tevin Coleman. That's an interesting choice for your starter. I'll just be honest. I think it makes some sense because now the head coach of the Jets is Robert Sala, 
who was the defensive coordinator on Tevin Coleman's old team. So that might just be like a legacy pickup because Coleman sort of knows what's going on and he'll be able... Granted, Sala was the defensive coordinator and didn't, yeah. as far as I'm aware, didn't have anything to do with the offense. But maybe he was the kind of guy who was like, oh, I liked seeing his work effort from the other side of the practice field. Well, and this, that's actually a very good point, Logan. Um, because Thank you. Because things we haven't even brought up till now is that Sala is the head coach now. And so one of if they needed a culture change, they definitely got it. Got it. Oh yeah. Like I'm, and I said like, I love Sala as a head coach. Like I, I, I like the idea of him. He hasn't had it yet. Uh, yeah. But just watching him work in San Francisco, I don't like the Niners very much. But just watching him work and like build that team up, I'm like, I like, I like this guy. I think he deserves a shot. And, I mean, he's getting it. Steven's metric was, I was very glad to see him leave, so I knew he had to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I just think he deserved a shot. I just want to go back, because I am just the most off-the-rails person in this entire fucking show. Um, I want to take what? it back to Josh Johnson huh? for a second. Oh my, oh my god. god. And this one We're... game. <laughs> I've been looking this up this whole time, okay? Uh, okay, uh, we'll we'll entertain it. All right, so Thad Famous Lewis, who was the Browns quarterback at the time, got sacked with a minute 33 left in the final game of the season. The Browns oh down 14 points. <laughs> they decided to take Thad Lewis out of the game and bring in Josh Johnson for one play, who was then sacked by Lawrence Timmons again. <laughs> And he fumbled it away. That was the last play of the Browns 2012 season. Oof. If that is not the most Browns thing to ever fucking happen, I don't know what is. Thad Lewis was starting for an injured Colt McCoy and Brandon Whedon. That is why he played. Graham... Yeah, suddenly this whole story is this is beautiful storytelling because you lead with the Browns in 2012 and it ends with their season ends on a sack fumble from some random quarterback we never heard before it checks out 100% of the way through but and it also makes total sense because now he's probably the Jets either starter or backup <laughs> right <laughs> it all makes sense you're giving me all the pieces of the puzzle and putting them in place perfectly. Uh, right. 17-0, and 0, Jets sweep the season. <laughs> He's just... yeah. Holy shit. I mean, uh, if what I'm hearing out of Jets trading camp is true, that Zach Wilson is not doing so hot. Oh, oh no. boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Are you telling me that week one, it's going to be Mike White? <laughs> oh, God. Mike White, boy. <laughs> I mean... Maybe in, like, the third quarter? Uh, it's the Jets versus the Panthers. How can you not put Zach Wilson in there? You know Sam Darnold's going to be there. For some reason, part of me just wants Sam Darnold to have a hell of a game, like throw for 450 and, like, five touchdowns. What do you, wow. Who do you think he is, Fitzmagic? Woo! Listen... He may have passed by Fitzmagic, and he gave him a little, little sugar. I don't know. Oh, okay. Mmm. But not on the lips. Incredible. Because, 
What was Darnold out with last year? Mono. Mono. Yep. <laughs> so, Wait, so was, no was that last year or two years ago? I don't know, but either way, no lip kissing. I really hate Google because the, uh, like, you know when it just fills in the rest of, like, whatever it is you're typing? The first yes. result for yeah. Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson mom. Oh. Not Zach Wilson Jets, not Zach Wilson BYU, it's Zach Wilson mom. Huh. Well, now I have to Google that. Oh, it's like... Oh, so it says, it's Lisa Wilson, so Zach Wilson doesn't want his mother in the social media spotlight anymore. She recently revealed that that her she recently revealed that her son asked her to take down her social media accounts and even offered to pay her for them because he didn't like seeing and hearing what people were saying and writing about her. You know that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying that like he's going about this the right way, but man, people can be brutal on the internet. Yeah. Wow, I can't imagine somebody being that brutal. Anyway, fuck the Jets, two and fifteen. Woo! <laughs> I, man, you absolutely fucking nailed it, dude. I, I had so, I had so, I at least had one more thing to bring up. Okay, oh. yeah, go for it. I was just making a joke. I was doing one, another one of my smooth transitions. Oh, that was <laughs> smooth. You fucking cut the segment. It's like fuck this, two and fifteen. Like, oh Jesus. <laughs> Is the joke that they'll Listen. win two games? <laughs> it was smooth. No, the Thank joke you, was sir. that they won two games last year. Uh. Now, this one is like... I mean, to be, I do think they're trying to give Zach Wilson the help. Because, I mean, they not they did end up going out and getting Corey Davis from the Titans to be like a true number one receiver for them, true. right? Yeah, they did do that. And so, so, that... Now your top three receivers are Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, and Keelan Cole, recently acquired from the Jaguars. I t- That's not a terrible three. It's not terrible, but where I think the Jets might have messed up a little bit is that they didn't get anybody that shocks me. Like, a new quarterback in the league... Even with a good offensive line and what I think will be a decent run game, I think he should have the the management should have given him like one superstar to work with cuz right now it's like you're just sort of hoping that he gets chemistry with Keelan Cole and Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder like that doesn't really inspire a whole lot of confidence in me if they had signed Julio when he was on the block I'd be like slam dunk awesome yeah, yeah I think I think Corey Davis I mean not Corey Davis sorry I think Jamison Crowder is like kind of that tenure jet though so he definitely brings like the, the experience in that group, at least with how the team has worked before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that's, I don't know. Corey Davis is not a bad one, but I totally understand what you're saying where it's like, I don't think any of them are bad, but if you want to develop a young quarterback, I don't think you flood him with a room of okay starting wide receivers and be like, well, good luck. Well, is this where like, you also kind of hope that Denzel Mims, their rookie from last year. So yeah. I guess he like, that he starts to develop with a young... I mean, you know, like, that's your young receiver in the core. Well, and they picked up Elijah Moore second round in the draft. So they have a couple of young guys, a couple of, I guess, older vets in Cole, Davis, and Crowder. So there's a good mix in there. But there's no one guy that really blows me away, which makes me think the Jets are just hoping that, like, one or two of them just sort of work out based on chemistry rather than, like sheer physical football dominance. 
Right. So I, so I guess I guess we could probably set on like there's nothing that shock like there's nothing that like stands out yet. Like, Correct. Yeah, is, that's a great no. way to put it. And I think I think that's going to be the main thing for the Jets this, this season and going forward that like this is not a team that's ready to make a playoff run. It's just not. Yeah. Know? And I got to be honest, like I mean, Logan kind of joked earlier, but I don't see them finishing a, a they got to be finishing last in my like they they were last last year. I don't yeah. see them finishing above it, you know? I cuz I of all the teams in I, I don't see the Dolphins regressing that poorly. I don't see the Patriots doing that. Last in their division, not last overall. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm No, I'm no, no, spe- no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Thanks for clarifying, Logan. No, specifically gotcha. in the AFC East, I don't see them finishing above that. <laughs> you know, I think No, that is correct. It would be a tall order this year. Although I will say I do see a few games that it would not absolutely blow my mind if the Jets won. I was looking at those as well. I don't think they're going to beat the Broncos. I don't think they're going to beat the Jets. I don't think they're going to beat the Bengals. I don't think, well, they probably will beat the Texans. Um, They are probably about on par with the Jaguars. And then between those and their divisional games, it wouldn't shock me to see them get like five wins this season. Five! Well, Jags, Texans, Bengals, Falcons, Broncos. And then throw in one or two from their own division, which can always happen with every team. I think five wins is possible. Not super likely, but possible. Right, that's the thing. There's a big difference between you can see five wins and then guaranteeing five wins. That's a huge difference. Well, I mean, plus, again, bear in mind, didn't they beat, like, the Rams last year? Who were, like, yes, legitimate did. borderline Super Bowl contenders? So, like, they did again, do I think they're going to beat the Bills at all this season? No. Like, <laughs> shoot, yeah. if you can beat the Rams, you can probably come close to beating the Bills at least once in your two attempts. Uh, Someone poisoned the water hole. I think it might. It was probably something like the Rams were facing an actual opponent the next week, so they probably just went really easy on game planning for the Jets, and they're like, yeah, we're looking ahead to the next game. That's the only Honestly, thing I can think of. That makes total sense. I, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm looking at the Jets. We talked so much about the offense, but I'm trying to look at the defense too, um, just seeing like what they have to work with. I think one of my mm-hmm. favorite names that I've seen here um, is the cornerback Bless Austin. Pretty dope. His name's Bless. <laughs> Always blessed. I was like, and they also have the pride of Neptune, New Jersey, Vinnie Curry. Yeah. Although he's out right now. Aw. Sheldon Rankins this is, is, I don't think. Wild. Nope. What? I, I just can't. Like, there's really nothing in this Jets-Rams box score that indicates, like, what the fuck happened here. It's just, like... Yeah. They're, it the it Ram- wasn't, like, ten turnovers by the Rams. It wasn't that the Rams got stonewalled on offense or defense. It's like they just lost. Yeah, they just lost. It just makes it even more frustrating that, like, what happened in that wild card game with the Rams just showing up. It's like, oh, they just got their they got their one like uh, I don't know game out against the Jets. Because I I swear yeah I think I swear every team goes through that where there's just a game you're like what I okay I guess like yep. I, I, don't, I don't know what the heck ha- it's because you're right it wasn't like a super like wow. Six interceptions by the Rams doomed them. It's just like the Rams just lost. 
Yeah, the most shocking part that Graham is seeing is that the box score just looks normal on both sides, which yeah. for the Jets is just, like, unthinkable. <laughs> I mean, Frank Gore had 23 carries for 59 yards and a tutty, so, I mean, that's who, they, that's who they're giving up this year, you know. It, what a mistake. Carried the team. <laughs> the fools. 50 yards a game for three seasons is all he has to do. That's it. That's all. That's all. Can we petition to just let the NFL put Frank Gore on any team? Literally, I don't care. You know what? Uh, put him on whatever the worst team in the league is for in each of the next three seasons. And at the <laughs> beginning of each game, you just walks the ball 50 yards downfield and there's nothing anybody can do about it. And then they actually start the game. I would love to see that. That would be great. The Jets would still the Jags lose. The, they give the Jags the ball and like their opponent's 30-yard line to start every single drive because Frank Gore walks it 50 yards downfield. And then they start playing. And then the Jaguars lose by 15 every week. I love it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this week, this year, it's going to be the Jags. Next year, it's going to be Houston. And then after that, who knows? It might be the Jags again. I love it. I think it's a great idea. NFL hit me up. That's that's when they take away the kickoff completely. Ooh, that's, I like that. Yeah, but the, but yeah. The, kickoff, the the ref just the ref just stands and he goes, "Here you go." That's it. And then he just walks it fifty yards, and then the whistle blows, and then they play. Sounds great. I love it's it. It's more entertaining than the kickoff. Am I wrong? Undoubtedly. All right. So so like. In the interest of getting to the other teams today, do we have final record predictions for the Oh, Jets? holy shit. Wow. Okay. Yes. I do. Did, Graham, did you just see the time? Y- yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right, uh, Logan, you said 3-14? and 14? I'm going to say 3-14. and 14. Wow, sir. I really love your mind because I've been sitting here this entire time going 3-14. and 14. Thank you. So I'm sticking with it. 3-14. and 14. Graham? You see, the thing is, I don't think the NFL gives the Jets an extra game and they win it. So I'm going to stick with 2-15. <laughs> and 15. Well, I can't argue with that logic. Yeah. <laughs> they go, here you go, and they just throw it in the trash. It's like, thanks. Logan said 5 earlier, and that's been stuck in my head, and I could absolutely see it. So you know what? Lock me in for 5-12. and 12. Wow. Oh, okay. oh my god. Gra- Graham, I know that you're like, I can't bl-. No, just just watch, okay? Like looking for things I can throw up in. <laughs> I can visualize the path. It just it seems very unlikely. Possible. But unlikely. I mean very, very rocky gravel road with a lot of potholes in it. But listen, it's there. At, at, at the very least, I don't see them finishing last you know, or second to last in like offense, you know? Like just oh, based on their yeah. stats and their defense, like I, I think they'll improve. But like I said, not playoff ready. That's fair. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's hard to think they're a five hundred team ready. No, no, that's why I'm like no. If I had yeah. said if I, you can't be five hundred ready anymore. There's seventeen games, silly. But <laughs> above five hundred, then poor fucking Cowboys. That's going to be a rough. <laughs> they can't just finish at five hundred anymore. <laughs> It's either one oh. better or one worse. Good luck, Jason Garrett. Ah, uh, it's gonna be perfect when they go eight, eight, and one. Oh, that's what I said. But then disgusting. they're like, that doesn't count as five hundred. I hate, Lies. I hate that so much. Eight, eight, and one's five hundred. Changed my mind. Anyone? Spe- and- speaking of first-round quarterbacks, 
But yes. We have another one in this division. Yes, we do. You, get, you talking about Mackerel Jones? I'm talking about Macaroni Jones. I'm I'm here and talk about Big Mac Jones with the secret sauce. The, <laughs> the secret, secret sauce. sauce. <laughs> God damn it, I just got what you were going for. Great job, Logan. I I'm All right, thank you. Thank you. Great work. He got that He got that little something something. It's not that it didn't land, just way delayed. Oh yeah, it landed. It just, you know, it took 15 minutes. I, I think it landed in Tyler's backyard with that kick. <laughs> that ball's still sitting there. Oh, but yeah, I mean, kind of uh, kind of shocking, shocking that we're talking about the Patriots so early, but it's because they just man, when's the last time we so, saw them finish 3rd in a division? Long uh, time I'm imagining. Ooh. Last week's um, dreams, Stephen. Last week's dreams. <laughs> You didn't have to have last week's dreams. It happened last year. They finished oh, third in the East. Like, look at the that. The last oh. time they finished worse, third or worse in their division was before the 32-team schedule in the year 2000 when they w- finished fifth out of five in whatever division they were in, going 5-11. and 11. Good Lord. Wow. But I will say, and what's funny is looking at the rankings, they were only one better they were 30th in pass offense. Just one better than the Jets. Yeah. Abysmal. <laughs> but fourth in rush offense, so props to you. I mean, that smells like Cam Newton as their quarterback. Oh, speaking of Kinda. Cam Newton, I had a stat I, I had a stat line in my head that I wanted to look up today. I did, and I thought it was interesting. And I'd like to share it with y'all. Because Cam Let Newton it, last year only threw for 2,657 yards, right? Now, granted, there was some injury in there. You know, I think, I think sure. he missed one game. But the Patriot, you know, the Patriots have always had a passer that has thrown for at least 3,500 pass yards since 2002. Well, yeah, because it's all been Tom Brady. No, it hasn't. That includes... There was there was one year when it was Matt Castle. And he even threw for... and he And he threw for almost 3,700 yards in that year. So Cam is the first quarterback in a long... And that's the thing. Even with that bonus game, he probably would not have gotten to 3,000. Like, if he had played in that last game. What was he at? 27-something? 343 yards. Yeah, 343. And I don't know. No way. No. I'm going to look. I'm going to look to see if he did that in any game. The total passing yards for the team came out to 2890. So even in Jared, oh, I'm sorry, Brian Hoyer actually started that game, throwing for Brian 130 Hoyer. yards. So Cam would have had to about triple that, which I doubt that he would have done. So I I will say this: I think, based off my favorite stack keeping thing, uh, Pro Football Reference, I think they uh, it actually they did get over 3,000. But because they had a couple of uh, receiver passes in there, I don't know if where you're getting your data from doesn't include that. I'm looking at Pro Football Reference total team stats passing yards was 2890, and even then I'm going down to the subdivision where it. Oh no, you're right. That must be passing yards. Yeah, I know. I'm by I'm, quarterbacks. Right. I was like, I'm looking at it. Like, yes. Yeah. I, it's by quarterback because. The 2890 does not include the ones from Julian Edelman or from Jacoby Myers, both of whom are wide receivers. Jacoby Correct. Myers, by the way, 
threw two passes for two touchdowns. I, that is true. Sounds like those were his only two passes, and he I, I, has. A, I'll take him for a total of forty-three yards, and the passes were of twenty-four yards and nineteen yards. So they weren't even like Ooh. at the two-yard line. They faked somebody out. These were like almost outside the red zone. Jacoby Myers, great job throwing. One hundred percent touchdown percentage on his passes. Incredible. It's not bad. I think Time that almost gets him to that 158.3 mark. Because what's it like, at least 11% of your passes have to be touchdowns? He got that. Yeah. But, do, but don't they have to have a minimum amount of passes? I think there's a minimum number of attempts is the only thing holding him back. Shame. Cam Newton Quite only had two games last year where he threw for more than 343 yards. So very much... He had more games where he threw for under 90 than he did over oh. 300. Under yeah. 90? Yeah. Yep. Golly. Although, in his defense, I think a lot of those games, they were merely run-heavy game scripts rather than, like, he was just that bad. Now, to completely counter what I just said, I think if Cam was better, they don't try to run the ball so much. So I do still think a large part of it is Cam Newton's fault. However, there is a big difference between lack of attempts leading to lack of yards and just a lack of yards from a bunch of attempts. So it's not like he threw 30 times on the games where he threw for 90 yards. I don't believe. No, he only threw for 30 wrong, times four believe. times last year. Yeah, right. <sighs> but yeah, but it's, and it's interesting because like right now, Cam is the starter. Like they are talking, like it sounds like unless Mac Jones really shines in camp, I think Cam's going to be starting week one. And based on all our predictions, we don't see Mac Jones starting right away. But it just begs the question, like, how long can Cam keep it up? Like, it's a different look for the Patriots. I mean, shoot, you had the fourth-ranked rush offense. Because not only do you have a good running quarterback in Cam, but you do have a great backfield. And I hate praising the Patriots, but you know what I mean. You do have a great backfield. So, yeah, it's very interesting to see them shift to that running scheme when for so many years they're just used to let's just throw the ball we got this you know well they're used to tom brady (laughs) when you get used to tom brady you get used to throwing the ball correct and for so many years we couldn't name a running back (laughs) for the patriots yep and that's especially incredible considering they had one guy who basically had four names all by himself in ben jarvis green (laughs) ellis and the fact you couldn't even name one of them is pretty incredible I mean, I'll have a special place in my heart for Danny Woodhead. Oh, uh, that's true. I always liked Sonny Michelle. That was a good one, but he was pretty recent. Yeah. Sonny Michelle is still on the goddamn team, Tyler. <laughs> pretty recent. Uh, listen, I remember. It's sti- the, I said I, recent. I know. I remember Sonny Michelle. I'm still here. <laughs> for some reason, I thought he got moved. <laughs> this is this is the bad news for Mac Jones. There is a really good chance that when we start week 12, the Patriots are like 7-4 and because their schedule yeah. is just so pathetic. With one glaring exception, I agree. It, it's, it's what happens when you have a, uh, a third-place schedule, don't you know? I know. You get to play all those teams eh, that like... I mean, as true as that is... The divisions they have to play are their own, 
the AFC what? South and the NFC South. Which has one good team. It's not like they're facing the deepest divisions either. Like, if they were facing the NFC West, which is a lot deeper, I think their schedule would look a lot tougher than having to face the Saints, the Panthers, the Falcons, their own division, and then, uh, what's the other one I said? Oh, the Colts might be tough, the Titans might be tough, Jags suck. Texans suck. I don't even, oh, yeah, the Houston's even worse. Yeah. So, it's, it, it, uh, their schedule has done them a lot of favors, as if Tom Brady was still around. <laughs> it's very, it's a very Brady-esque schedule, if I'm going to be perfectly blunt about it. It it just looks like it's set up really well for Cam Newton to just glide through the first almost two-thirds of this season and have yeah. a winning record. I, I it Like, based on what I'm seeing, I really don't think, unless... He really, really, really sucks. I don't see Mac Jones coming in till like, maybe next year. I kind of agree. Because what are you going to do? Put him in against the Bills that you have to face twice in December? Like, Right, there really I'm isn't a good time. I feel like no matter if Cam plays good this year, and you know we don't see Mac Jones at all, I feel like the start of next season would be like the Mac Jones time. I don't think the Patriots would bring him back. I feel like they want to like yeah. get Mac Jones in there. I guess no matter how Cam plays, it's just a time for Mac to learn behind him, and you know, if necessary, to be able to hop in. See, I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking through their schedule. At what point do you think they're gliding through this season? They've got some tough matchups through Week Eleven. Mm. I think they I think they could literally go seven and four, and then one and five. That's I I am looking at the back half of their schedule. I'm like that looks like ugh. so for those who don't have the schedule pulled up week one is in if i say against they're at home it's against the dolphins which is maybe winnable yeah in yeah. the jets which is very winnable against the saints which without drew Brees, i think could be close uh against the bucks the fate prime time so the, congrats the new fate, England. the faded the faded return will will tom brady complete the set and beat all 32 teams i i god i hope so i really hope not as much as i as much as i hate the pats i don't want tom brady to have that accolade but eh, peyton Graham, did it first so what does it matter did drew Brees not get it first i mean i don't know if drew Brees ever beat the saints uh drew Brees, w- he did Oh, okay. Then yeah, he got it. He no, must have gotten it. I'm I'm saying when I say he got it first, I mean he got it before. Brady. Oh, before Brady. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Like you have a quarterback that already got it, so whatever. But anyway, Brady. Texans. Yeah, you're gonna win. Then you go into Texans, Cowboys, Jets, which I think are all very winnable games. I mean, I see at least two. At, yeah, the Texans yeah. and Jets are certainly winnable. Yeah. Then they go into the Chargers. Hey. Hopefully a good contest. Please let that be I a better don't... contest than last year. For the love of <laughs> Please, God. Please, for the love of God. Just, I, <laughs> I don't want to die inside again. Again. Like, 45 to nothing. That I was hate, pretty bad. I hate Bill Belichick with a goddamn passion. <laughs> like, I I want the reverse this year. I, I Actually, I don't want that to be a competition. I want the Chargers. I want Justin Herbert to just 
eviscerate them on Halloween. Yeah. Give them nightmares. Like you want to win 46 to nothing. (laughs) Please Tyler. I'm not greedy here. That was the last time that season. The Pats had a 500 record or better. Uh, Yeah. God. And then, and then that was the game that knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs, which then kicked them on a four game win streak to finish the season. Wow. We were, Hey, finish strong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it didn't count. <laughs> I counted. It just didn't matter. It's momentum this is to this season. I want to give you a hug so bad, Steven. Soon, buddy. Soon. Uh, but yeah, after... Yeah, but that's where it's like coming into November when I was saying that's about when Mac Jones would get his start. I mean... Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Actually, that's where... I, so, Panthers... That's when it starts. Panthers into the Panthers. Uh, probably. probably a win, but who knows? Uh, the Browns, Browns go which Browns. hopefully will be a very good matchup. <laughs> go Browns. Go, yeah, 100%. Thanks. Uh, the shit Thanks guys. A Falcons matchup. That's which, a dunk. <laughs> is it? Yeah, that's probably a win. Is it? For New England. It, it certainly, I think it, for me, it projects as a win for the Patriots. But if the Falcons win, it's not going to shock me. I, I don't know. Uh, this thing, is this, is this Falcons team going to be the same as last year's one? I don't know. I hope so. Oh, I mean, uh, probably not. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. But anyway, so we got, yeah, after Falcons, Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills visiting, Jaguars visiting, finishing in Miami. That's a rough. Yeah. Like, Those last, like, six games are going to test the Patriots. Although, really I will say, one downside of that is that I do think if the Patriots sort of cruise through the first part of their schedule, which they probably will, they are going to be kind of playoff ready. Like having to face the Bills twice, the Titans, the Colts, and then the Dolphins again. Those are, I'm going to say bare minimum, two of those teams are making the playoffs. And the Bills have got to be one of them. Yeah. So the last six weeks of their season, well, I guess seven weeks because the bye is in there, they're they're playing like three games against playoff caliber opponent, if not more. And and two of them are the Bills. That could be dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, the Bills are two of them. Because <laughs> uh, as much as we've mentioned on the show, they play the Bills in Buffalo. Visit I'm the sorry. Colts. Shoot. I keep saying it wrong. The Williams. Yeah, the Williams. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. I... Everybody, I'm sorry for the confusion. Sorry. They faced the... the Williams twice in December. Sorry, the Billiams. Confused everyone. Yeah, two times in three weeks with the Colts sandwiched in between. Four weeks. Because they have the bye like week 13. Oh, yeah, 14. they're one. Sorry. Sorry. In two of their three games in that stretch, yeah, they play the Bills twice. The, the Williams, the Titans, Bills, Titans, Bills, Titans, Williams by Colts, Williams, Jaguars, Dolphins. Yeah. So, who knows? It's a rough ending <laughs> stretch. It's it would be rough, rough if it wasn't the Patriots. Since it's the Patriots, awesome. And we can ne- and we can <laughs> never discount Bill Belichick, unfortunately. <laughs> And I'd like to trust me. I, yeah, that would be great. But shoot, I mean, but hmm. but the Patriots spent money this off season. Oh yeah, they got oh, yeah, they people. Who they get? Nuts. Everybody. Pretty much. Fucking That's it. Nuts. Like yeah. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Kyle Van Noy, which I think he's just he was just a resign, right? Van Noy. Wait, no. No, he spent time in Miami and then came back to that's New England. That's right. That, that's what I was like. Why is this? Like, no, he should be. Yeah. Matt Judon. Like, 
good. They just everybody. Yeah. Somebody, I think, said, like, Bill Belichick was just mad he didn't make the playoffs. So he's like, I need more people to help me win more football <laughs> games. And he just, like, signed everybody he had in his Rolodex. I, I, Rolodex, or whatever you say. I, uh, I also want to say, uh, in the same vein as Drew Brees, uh, goodbye, Julian Edelman. Let the door fucking kick you out. <laughs> I'm so happy he's gone. Hated Julian Edelman. Oh. I didn't realize <laughs> he was gone. Right. He uh, got the apology I mean, video. I guess he is like number one on the. I absolutely hate the guy, but if he was on my team, I'd love him. Like he tops that list for me. His energy. He's such a fucking asshole. But I would love it if he were a cult. I'm 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 deciding if I want to agree or not with you. That's just like hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. So I'm, I'm like, certainly eh. not disagreeing with you. No, no, no. Not disagreeing. I understand why you would want him. I'm just thinking of, like, if I would want him. Because I surely dislike him. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, no question. Would I want him on my team? Well, considering that you have problems with your own diva receiver, I don't know if you would. <laughs> you are not wrong. Thank you. We should just trade OBJ to Genius. Please don't. You want OBJ on the Patriots? Please don't give Bill Belichick a chance with OBJ. Yeah. Why? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I tuned out after you said trade away OBJ, and I'm like, excellent. This <laughs> yeah. is all going according to plan. I missed the second part of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Logan, you're on board with this? No. No, yeah, sorry. I blacked out for a second. It's okay. It happens. But no. You just got so excited of hearing of OBJ getting traded, which, same. Oh. But yeah, no. Do we think that Bill Belichick's heavy spending and draft picks will get them a better record? I mean, yes, technically. I I personally do. Yes, yeah. That that was my smooth. That was my trying to be smooth transition into what are your record picks? <laughs> I'm I'm so indecisive about how I feel about this team. Right. Because they just got all these new pieces and. I have to keep remembering that it's fucking Bill Belichick, the wizard of coaching. He could turn a garbage can into a pro boulder. So it's like, how do I feel? I am not happy about this, but I just did the quick mental math of the teams that I think they most likely will beat, and then the teams that they probably won't, and then the teams they'll probably split with. And I came out to 11 and 6. Oh. Ooh. I don't like I know. that. Wow. I don't like it either, but they're probably going to split with the Dolphins. They're probably going to split with the Bills. And then between the easy games of the Jags, the Jets twice, the Texans, and their winnable games, like the Chargers, the Titans, the Colts, that they could win, Yeah, I'm counting 11. And I don't like it. See, I, I, I'll go next because I'm not going to be that bold because I just can't. Smart, I, smart man. Please bring us back to reality. See, but the reality is, I do see them getting a re- winning record, and the record I've settled on is ten and seven. I yes. wanted to say, okay, I wanted to say nine and eight so bad, but I'm just looking at that. I'm like, no, I think they do. 
see, but the thing I'm struggling with is like, is this ten and seven a playoff ten and seven, or does he miss again? Right. I hope it's the latter. That like I don't want to see him <laughs> in the playoffs again. I've had enough of the Patriots in the playoffs for quite a while, but I do think they'll get to ten and seven. I just don't know if it's going to be one of those like last year with the Dolphins going ten and six, but they just missed. You know, I think right. the Patriots will be fighting to that last week to try to be in the playoffs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's fair. That last week seventeen game at Miami is going to be huge. Could you imagine another Miami miracle where they kick Stop. the Patriots out of the playoffs? <gasps> I, I would want that thing on DVD. See, that thing would be even better because when Fitzmagic beat the Patriots, he didn't knock them out of the playoffs. He just put them in a wild card. If the Dolphins yeah. could do that, if the Dolphins could... What if it was the Dolphins and the Patriots fighting for the seventh seed? Oh. I want it. I want it. Sunday night, too? Mm. Stop. Oh. Stop. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Funny, I... <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> My God. Oh, boy. Uh, Tyler, what, what record are you um, thinking of? Anyway, you speaking of 9 and 8 spoke to me. Um, I can... Here's the thing. After looking at it again, as you guys were talking, I can see them getting 11 wins. I can see it. But I'm going 9 and 8. I'm, I'm sticking with the gut. I'm going with it. I can't can't deny it. Because, like, I'm up in the air about the Chargers. And <sighs> I'm up in the I air that, about yeah. even the Browns. I'm kind of up in the air about. And yeah. the Colts. And the Cowboys. No. No? no? That's, no. A, that's a dub <laughs> for them. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> There's just a couple I'm up in the air about. But I, I don't want to give them too much, you know? So I'll go 9-8. and eight. I think that... Their absolute worst record, their floor is eight and nine. That yeah. is, okay. I think that's the worst that they that, can do. It checks out. And I think the best they can do is maybe 12 and five. So Ooh, I'm going to settle with 10 and seven. Hey. No, fuck that. 10, six, and one. <laughs> Woo. Hey. my God. And six and one. Let's go. Woo. And they missed the playoffs. Ooh. Oh. Oh, speaking of miss- missing the playoffs, how about those Dolphins, huh? Oh, Graham, how do you feel God. about that? Oh, Miami. How do you like- You're- do you want to apologize? Miami, I'm sorry. I really am. Fitzpatrick, baby, I'm sorry. Woo! Uh, yeah, actually, that's who you should be apologizing to. It's, it's not the Miami Dolphins. It's specifically Ryan Fitzpatrick. Listen, we're not the only ones to blame. Baltimore had a cupcake schedule down the stretch that let them in. I, I, it, we take some blame, but, I mean, it's not all on us. I'm sorry. That's true. Ugh, gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miami. I'm sure they forgive you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, man, yeah, just... That... What a turnaround for the Dolphins last year. Like, Yeah. And that was before Tua even stepped on the field. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I just can't believe how what? well they actually did last year. Even with, like, like, listen, I know we all love Fitzmagic, but, like, he did really well with them. And that's why I was a little shocked when it was like, oh, Tua's getting the start now. I'm like, but, but Fitzmagic, he's doing so well. But then Tua went out, and he didn't do bad. He did all right. 
but I do have to wonder whether they would have made the playoffs if Fitzmagic had played the entire season. Mm. I'm not going to bang the table and say you should have played Fitzmagic, but it seemed like he played better than Tua, and I, he might have even played a little bit better than the coaches thought, because I, from my interpretation of it at the end of last season, the coaches were like, well, we're let... Tua gets some practice because we're not making the playoffs, and then they barely missed the playoffs. And I can't help but think that if they had... I was still on New England's schedule. I was like, if they had beaten one of their last three opponents that they lost to, oh wait, I'm still on New England. <laughs> God damn. You know, Logan. if they had just beaten, you know, the Rams or the Dolphins... Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, never mind. They actually won most of their games down the stretch. Cut everything I just said. They only lost <laughs> the Patriots... I'm sorry, they lost to the Chiefs and the Bills, and Fitzmagic's not going to help anyway. As I was saying, um, I think it's kind of a shame they just barely missed the playoffs, but they did everything in their power to make it. Yeah, I mean, they were 1-3 and three after week four, and then they went 9-3 uh, and three the rest of the way. Yeah. Right, but didn't, like... Which is not bad. Which is funny, because you mentioned, like, how Tua got replaced for... Or, like, Fitzmagic got replaced by Tua. But didn't, um... Like, di- didn't uh, Fitzmagic have, like, some spurts down the line where it's like, I don't know if they were just resting yeah. to a... Because, I mean, isn't... I could have sworn the Fitzmagic throw against the Raiders was, like, a later season thing where he... That was week 16. That is correct. Full, full face mask, and he just... On a dime. What? What? It's, I, uh, it's still one of the greatest throws I've ever seen. I know. I, I love that, like, analysts... <laughs> were tweeting about like you know that is if this had been Patrick Mahomes this would have been an ESPN oh, yeah. top 10 play in perpetuity yeah. you know we would like, still be 100%. watching the highlight today yeah right that's what, like it still would be in the top 10 but the fact he just gave so much to that team and now they're gonna have to learn how to continue without him yeah their loss we love you Fitzmagic I mean did they do enough to replace him uh <laughs> maybe I don't know I think that solidly kept the Raiders out of the postseason as well. Because they were going to oh. be like... Just another reason to love the man. Eight and seven <laughs> after that, I think? With one to go... Oh, no, never mind. They could not have made the playoffs. Never mind. Never mind. My bad. I don't Scratch care. That. We have been very wrong man. about the Dolphins so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll say something factually correct on the first try about the Dolphins. Here's something factually correct. Is that... uh? Much like other teams in the draft this year, they went out and got a receiver that their young quarterback could relate to and getting Jalen Waddell out of Alabama. Hold on. I don't believe that. I need to do some research. Please do. Oh, my God, he's right. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that was quick. Uh, You know, Brogan Hawk is right twice a day, so. They also went out and got uh, esteemed (laughs) quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Hey, you know a lot about him. Uh, yeah, like, uh, like I think he's only completed three yard, three passes of twenty yards or more downfield, so that's great. And then Will Fuller, who's simultaneously on PEDs and injured, so that's a hell of a combination. <laughs> what a unicorn! What a combo! What a guy! Man, Houston really roughed him up. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made a joke that needed good. to get cut. Good for him for getting out, though. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, well done, sir. God, what is it about those Notre Dame guys, for the love of God? Oh. Notre Dame receivers. Hey. 
Hey, we produce amazing offensive linemen. Yeah, we do. That seems to be it. (laughs) We. Yeah, we, meaning Tyler and myself. Notre Dame and Brown's (laughs) baby. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Shut up. (laughs) College football championship baby. (laughs) Woo! Their first four picks, which were all pick 42 or before. So we're talking, like, early second round and up was a wide receiver, a defensive end, a safety, and then an offensive lineman. So it's like, I guess they did get a defensive end, Jalen Phillips, who looks like he's going to be a very good football player. They have a safety, Jevin Holland, who I'm assuming is the brother to Tom Holland, who is, of course, playing Spider-Man. So that's a great pick. Ah, dope. Other than that, it's like you've got a receiver whose main defining characteristic is that he's fast in Jalen Waddle. And then you have an offensive lineman I've never heard of up until and including right now, who is Liam Eichenberg. Oh, he's so, from Notre Dame, isn't he? Yeah, he's a yeah. Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, whoa, that's, that's one of your boys. That's a domer. That's a great pick. Great pick. If for some reason the next 33 seconds are dead silence, it's because I just put the Fitzmagic throw in the chat. Uh, well, cue up 33 seconds of dead silence. I'm going to keep this in the episode so that all of our fans can watch it at, during the silence. All right. Like, are we actually doing that? Oh, or? my God. I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching. Oh, my God. It's so good. I, I know. God. I love you, Ryan Fitzmagic. The replay is just incredible. Him <laughs> <laughs> recreating it is perfect. I got that the video was blocked for me. Oh, you have to click on the actual link I know, itself, but not I got, the video in the browser. I know, but I gotta keep the show, show moving, so I will watch that later. Um, <laughs> Favorite is the announcer was like, oh, that face mask right there. Yeah, no shit, it was a face mask. He <laughs> yeah. pulled his damn head off. John Madden saw very that calmly one for went, <laughs> Honestly, he calmly went, oh, look at that face mask. He about got murdered. <laughs> anyway. Good times. Great throw. But I feel like one of the strengths of the Dolphins last year was their defense. I mean, even though the the stats True. don't necessarily no like the stats don't necessarily reflect that, except for the points allowed per game. But like, I could see like why you would want to try to beef up that offense. But yeah, it. Sorry, it, what I love that <laughs> the freaking one of their star linebackers is named Andrew Van Ginkle. Looks like a Fabio. Oh yeah! Like, it looks like a young Fabio, um, <laughs> with the hair. Ooh. It's just so funny. Like, I think I kept making the joke, like, "Hey, you got you got sacked by a guy named Van Ginkle," which seems rather <laughs> mean. But that man would destroy you, Steven. He would kill. Yeah, he just might. That's always what I think is funny. Trying to make fun of NFL players, it's like literally any one of them would absolutely wipe the floor with my scrawny ass. Oh, oh, see, like for me, I have a chance against the kickers. I got a shot. <laughs> I've got no shot. Even the kickers would absolutely wreck me. Rodrigo Blankenship, hot, sexy hot rod. I, I have no chance. Oh. Well, I'm you, down for the count. Well, who could hurt that face? I, I physically couldn't. Even if I tried, there's no way. I mean, you wouldn't punch a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> ah, well, then we're at a stalemate. <laughs> Oh, you punch a guy with glasses. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you use the glasses as the weapon. No, he's going to take your glasses, take his glasses off. They're going to be, become like brass knuckles, and he's just going to beat the crap out of you. Let's see. Okay, so the Dolphins had a joint practice with the Bears today. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, Jalen Waddle is really good. Tua got sacked a lot. And Justin Fields will get significant reps versus the Dolphins this Saturday. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that's not that shocking to me, but... Lots of people are saying oh. that both teams were better on defense than offense. So I that's... Mean, that, this, I'll take out. things that don't surprise me for 200, Alex. <laughs> I'll just... Can I just have the 200? <laughs> um, I'll, I mean, also, I mean, in terms of Dolphins news... Um, they actually managed to restructure their contract for Xavier Howard, despite him not just... Oh, yeah. You know, wasn't it just a couple weeks ago? He was like, I want off this team. They are not treating yeah. me right. Sounds familiar. Dude, good for but the Dolphins. Mean, they needed yeah. him. Well, I was going to say, like, that... I'm looking at... I'm looking at the secondary. I know you just picked up Noah Igbenogane last year, but, like, it, between Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, and... Igbenogane, I trust the first two more right now, you know? Same. Yeah. And they did get Jason McCourty off the Patriots, so, you know, just taking away weapons from them. Love to see it. We do love to see it. Going according to plan. Yeah, I would say, time, time to look at that schedule. Oh. Now, I was like, mm-hmm. it's fine. I love that I keep mentioning, like, oh, that's what you get for a second-place schedule, when in all actuality, that only affects three of your games. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, in a season. Well, it used to only be two, but now thanks to that extra game, it, that extra game is also affected by your standing. So what? Those mm-hmm. three games have earned them they the chance to... The Ravens? The Ravens, the Giants, and the Raiders. And, and the Ra- Raiders? Oh. Yep. Wait. They faced what? the Raiders September 26th. Yeah. Wait. Why does that seem easier than what the Patriots got? It. I'll be honest. The Patriots got the Browns, which is comparable to the Ravens. The Chargers. They got the. Yep, the Chargers, which I think is way tougher than the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins have the Giants as opposed to I think the Eagles. No, the yeah. the. Yeah. No. No. The Cowboys. Yeah. Patriots got the Cowboys, yeah. oh, and yes. I think the That's Giants right. are what. Giants are way easier than the Cowboys. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. The Dolphins lucked. What a what a stroke of luck. That's not bad, I'll be honest. So, Dolphins' schedule also looks quite a bit more balanced than yeah, that's for sure. the Patriots' mm-hmm. schedule with some easy games and some tough games on both ends of their schedule. Yeah, th- this is where right. I'm also... It's just funny because I, I instantly look at this and be like, I see way more wins just because it looks easier on paper. Like, and when I say way more, I don't mean like, because my thought going to this, like, oh gosh, like how far are they going to regress? You know, at least uh, on paper, I don't think they're set to regress that far, if they regress at all. Well, I was worried about like the Patriots, you know, being good again, and the Dolphins going back to that third spot and being like an eight and nine or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right. I mean, from week eleven down, they should seriously be six and one or five and two. Yeah. Because those games are, well, yeah, their last six games. Because they also have that dumb week 13 bye. Their last 16, 16, their last six games are against the Panthers, against the Giants, against the Jets, all three at home. Then they go on the road to New Orleans, on the road to Tennessee, home against the Patriots. You forgot the game above the Panthers. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then another Jets game. So they go Jets, Panthers, Giants. Three very winnable games. Coming out of their bye, Jets again. 
Saints, Titans, Patriots. Yeah, Graham, Logan said the last six games. He didn't say. <laughs> yeah, but I should have included that first Jets game because that does <laughs> – the Jets make their schedule a lot no, easier. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, at, after after the Ravens yeah. on November 11th, like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, all those games – I mean, shoot, that Titans one might actually be a little tough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, why – six and one or five and two ideally i i mean it would be a disappointment if they did worse than five and two going down that stretch i have to agree i just keep looking at it and i'm like five and two five and two for comparison's sake the dolphins have the tied fifth easiest strength of schedule using the opponent's records from 2020 which is how this usually goes at the start of the season Mm mm-hmm Whereas the New England Patriots have are pretty much middle of the pack. Ooh. Skewing slightly towards the easier side. So Miami does have a pretty easy strength of schedule. It's not just us making it up. I mean, it, after week five, their schedule is just gorgeous. They play like three tough teams. Uh, like, I mean, at, like they start off with the Pats, the Williams, the Raiders, the Colts, and the Bucks, And then... Jaguars, Falcons, both very winnable. The Williams, mm-hmm. probably probably a loss. Probably a they're, at, the Williams. they're at there, so probably. And then the Texans, which is a win. The Ravens, which is probably... That's a toss-up. And that's then we get to those last seven we just And then seven the seven we, we already about. mentioned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. holy shit. That's pretty nice. Heck, I'd take it. Uh, th- it's a great schedule. I'd kill for this as a Colts fan. I mean, I wouldn't commit murder, but like, if you're if you're putting man two on the table, I'm considering it. <laughs> I'm willing to commit a <laughs> felony for this schedule. <laughs> Some felony. Yes. I'm willing to kidnap Pat Mahomes again. <laughs> oh my god. I knew that was coming. I Easily, knew that was coming. without a question, 100% would do it. Give me a time and a place. I'll be there. <laughs> I All think right. I got it. All right. Tyler, go ahead. I think I got it. I'm going to be I'm gonna be nice. I believe in this team. I think they can get it. They got 10 last year. I think they can pull off one more with the schedule. Give me 11 and 6. Tyler, I'm right there with you. Because in my head, I'm still locked on that week 17 is going to be deciding for the 7th seed. I think both the Patriots and the Dolphins will be fighting for that. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like... In my head, the scenario goes like this: like the Dolphins are ten and six going into that game, and then the uh, Patriots, Patriots are, yeah, the New England Patriots, Patriots one game behind, but the Patriots having already beat them the first time because I do think the Patriots will probably beat them week one just because I I think that the Dolphins going to start off rough. Okay. That's just my feeling. So, but it was like the Dolphins have one game, but if the Patriots beat them then they both would finish 10 and 7 and then the patriots would take that spot but in my head the dolphins win that game so they end up being 11 and 6 that's a very long way to okay. say i agree with tyler logan okay. what do you say my math has them going 10 and 6 and then there's a couple of like because it's an odd number of games that the games that i thought were close enough to be considered ties didn't work out i think they go 11 and 6 as well it's the number i came to and it sort of comes down to what they do with the Patriots. If the Patriots beat them twice, I think they go 
10 and 7. If they split with the Patriots, I think it's 11 and 6. That's fair. All right, Graham, wrap us up. All right. I think that much like the Patriots, I, I mean, this is it, it's really going to come down to those two because I think Miami's floor is 9 and 8, like the worst they can do. But it, yeah. I, I think, I think that much like everyone else has said, I think it's it's really going to come down to that last game, and I think they win it and go eleven and six. Wow! wow. Look at us. Unanimous. I know. It, it's wild. Let's check the records. Has that happened yet this season, or this off season? That we all agree on what no. the record would be. I don't think so. I, I mean, it just no. feels right. It just. It does. Just odd to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job, guys. Proud of us. Yeah. Good job, Look us. at us go. Yeah. Pat each other's backs. You know. Uh-huh. Real supportive yep. group. <laughs> I mean, huh? You, you know, you know who could also be considered a supportive group? The fans of the <laughs> Buffalo Williams. Oh yeah. Williams Mafia, they call them. Yep. You know what's not so supportive about the uh, Williams? Uh, their tables. Those do not support a full Jeff. No. <laughs> you you support... Tell you what, you support a man getting... Or, first of all, being set on fire, and then having a man thrown through you. And see how you do. I'm not doing that. What am I, stupid? <laughs> Why are you trying no, to throw a, a table. man through me? <laughs> because that's what they do! They throw you're a table people champ. through tables. What else are you going to do with a folding table? Please don't try to blow a grown man through me. <laughs> I would not love this. But can I but can I set you on fire at least? I mean Yeah, sure. That's fine. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. Check back in a month from Oh my god, a month from now. I know. I know, Steven. It's great, isn't it? This is going to be great. I was I was completely distracted and I came back to and Graham was on fire. <laughs> what a what a way to come back. <laughs> How about those Jeffs? You mean the Billiams? Yeah, the Billiams. I mean, shoot. What a great team. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Graham. Like, 13-3. and three. Like, for the first time in so long, we had a team that won the East that was not the Patriots. I know. And oh, they won so good pretty handily. Like, Holy crap. It was Yep. That wasn't even close. I weren't no. they the correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't they the first team to lock up their division? I believe so. It was either uh, them or the Chiefs. It, it was one of the two. Like it was one of the two. That's a good question. I don't I I hmm. I mean, because the Dolphins eh. were so good, I think it was probably the Chiefs. And I can accept that. Maybe. Uh. Yeah. Maybe second. But still, not bad. No, I was saying, you can't. No one would ever knock a thirteen and three record. You know, like they did really good last year, and just, guy, just I wish they had performed a little bit better in that AFC Championship game. Just, gosh, so hopeful for the Bills. I'm so disappointed that game. Like I went and got pizza, came back, and I was really excited that it just did what happened. <laughs> It's just like, oh, the best thing was yeah. that I had pizza. Lo- Logan, maybe maybe take yes. your headphones off for this one. Uh, the mm-hmm. first team to clinch a playoff spot in 2020 was the New Orleans Saints. Ah. Oh, wait, fuck, we were talking about divisions. I'm a dumbass. Come back to me. 
Jason later. Fucking damn it. Oh, that's fine. Idiot. But yeah, no, after after that devastating loss in the AFC Championship game, how do the Bills recover? Well, I guess for starters, you uh, sign Josh Allen to a very, very hefty expense or extension on the paycheck. God, what was this guaranteed money? Can I put my headphones back in now? Yes, 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 you can. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, all you missed was Graham being an idiot. Yeah, that's. Oh no, I heard the whole thing. Oh okay. Um, I think he signed the extensions like six years, two hundred and fifty million, with like a hundred and fifty guaranteed. Hundred and fifty oh, million, not dollars. Good for him. Can I do that? <laughs> I'd take that. I mean, you know, so, if you're offering. Hell, can I uh, can I take uh, Mitch Trubisky's money instead? I'll just do that. <laughs> I'd do that too. I mean, I'm not picky. I mean, because yeah, in terms of their notable additions. Buffalo didn't go super out of the way in this market, but they did get former Bears starter Mitch Trubisky to be the backup. That's a dub. I, I mean, listen, it, it's smart. Like I know we rag on him. That's smart. I mean, like I, I don't know if Mitch Trubisky would ever be a starting quarterback again. You know, barring injury. Could not agree more. But like to have a backup, like I. It's a safe backup to have, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I don't hate the pickup, as long as he knows where he stands in all this, you know? Right. And I do believe Trubisky has said recently, he's like, I'm just happy to be someplace where the fans want me. <laughs> yeah, they need that me to eat hurts. for their tables. <laughs> he's working at a Baskin-Robbins? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. No, he's working, he's working the ticket booth. <laughs> <laughs> Let us uh, in. It's not that warm. He's in Buffalo, New York. He's selling them wings, baby. I'd say he's a. I'd say he's serving Starbucks, but we already used that joke on Sam Darnold. Yeah, that's Sam. And Darnold, Sam Darnold ain't giving up that spot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's he's employment. got that on luck. No, I, I. It's a. It's a good pickup because they lost Matt Barkley. You know their other backup oh, quarterback man. that was like a solid staple piece so which is, which is so funny to me because when i was going into the spreadsheet today the note on the notable losses for the bills was nothing notable i'm like no there has to be something <laughs> and it, like i mean i ended up adding a few but matt barkley was not on the list matt barkley went to the tennessee titans eh. yeah very interesting i don't know why he would leave Buffalo, but pop off, I guess. Listen, when Mitch Trubisky comes to take your spot, I guess you just gotta find another home. He could've went to Chicago. No. <laughs> yeah, he dodged a bullet there. Maybe I missed it, but why is Josh Norman no longer a Bill? He's just a free agent. Okay. He is just a free agent. Alright. Oh, he only signed a one-year speed. deal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So, we we just don't know. But yeah, I mean, and, and it's funny because, like, I guess, I mean, they did lose a few people, but even, like, with John Brown and Quentin Jefferson going, like, they were middling performers on that team. You know, and for John Brown, it's like yeah. he was, A, plagued with injury, B, you suddenly had to take a back seat to Stefan Diggs. Like, yep. Yeah. Your, your, your production is going to hurt a little bit. Uh, I I also forgot they lost Josh Norman after week five last year. 
Oh, yeah, I guess oh, you're yeah. right. Was, was, it, hmm. To me, it's... Yeah, he got I, stiff-armed into Hades. It is a... Oh, yeah, because Derek Henry just, like, decided to send him to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a great photo. <laughs> I completely forgot. I don't think Josh Norman did. <laughs> I don't think he can forget it. I think the CTE might make him forget Oh, my God. Uh, head injuries aren't funny, people. Alright, cut no. that, I guess. I, I don't apologize for anything. You seem so disappointed! <laughs> I don't, it's a great joke. Graham knows which jokes deserve to be cut and which ones don't. <laughs> that, one, uh, that one's borderline. Alright. Uh, but yeah, but that, uh, that Buffalo offense really took a new look with Stefan Diggs. Uh, deservedly so. You ended up getting third in overall passing offense and the second highest scoring in the league. That rush offense, though, man, that took a dive. Oh, not good. No, not great. I think I gave him, like, my offensive player of the year last year. Josh Allen? That sounds right. I think I did. I think he means Stephon Diggs. Diggs, yeah. It was one of the two. Yeah, you're right. So everything you just, the answer you just gave me, 100% false. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> gr- what? Graham gave offensive player to Derrick Henry. Stephon Diggs was most improved. Most improved. Okay, I know I gave him ah. something. Um, yeah, Diggs, pretty good. Yeah. And I do think if they can run the ball even just a little bit better than they did last year, where they had a middling number of attempts but slightly below average yards and yards per attempt uh, to complement Josh Allen even just a little bit better. That certainly wouldn't hurt matters. Yeah. Although they, they also yeah. did sign Emmanuel Sanders. So maybe their logic is, you know what? We were good at throwing the ball last year. Let's just make us better at throwing the ball. Well, that's why I thought it was a little <laughs> funny that John Brown ended up leaving. It's like, okay, so you replaced John Brown, who's arguably a little faster, a little bit younger, for Emmanuel Sanders, one of the better, like, wide receiver threes in my recent memory, mm-hmm. you know? Like, a good slot I think receiver. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Wow. They have six running backs on their roster. All of them not that good. Whew. Yeah. You have Antonio right. Williams, Christian Wade, uh, Devin Singletary, which was the main guy last year, uh, Zach Moss, and then they got two in the offseason, Matt Breda and Taiwan Jones. Yeah couple of guys there I recognize, but nobody I'm stoked about. Yeah. Right. I mean, they didn't improve at the running back position at all, and that's really what hurt them a lot in last year's playoffs. Yeah. I guess they must really trust Josh Allen to take that step even further to just throw for a million yards. Or maybe they're just hoping that Singletary had, like, a sophomore slump, and that this third year he'll be like, okay, like, just get back into it. Maybe. Or that Zach Moss, the rookie they got last year, steps it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He had uh, 156 attempts for 687 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, yeah. last year, Devin Singletary started all 16 games, and he yeah. had two fucking touchdowns. That's, two. Yeah. It's a little rough. That includes receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that does include receiving touchdowns. On his 38 receptions. He has six touchdowns in his whole fucking career. That's not a lot. Hmm. Let's see how many J.J. Watt has. It's like hmm. thir- 
third year's the charm, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, no. He has six touchdowns and five fumbles. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. Hopefully we'll see one of those numbers go up this year. In 2014, J.J. Watt had three receiving touchdowns, one fumble touchdown, and one interception touchdown. That is and one incredible. Safety. Wow. And he one safety. <laughs> he he's worth more than Devin Singletary, an offensive running back who started all sixteen games. Hey, JJ Watt probably started all sixteen games that year. I mean, he definitely uh, he might have. Who knows with JJ? Uh, which one was it? Twenty fourteen. I think is what you just said. He did start all sixteen games that year. That is Ooh. absolutely phenomenal. I do think it's funny how on the defensive side of the ball. The Bills, excuse me, I keep making this mistake. The Williams were like, mm hmm, mm hmm, yep. We just need to rush the passer better. And their first two picks in the draft, their first round pick and their second round pick, they just got defensive end on both of them, which I find very funny. That's it. I agree. I, I think they're thinking, like, why fix what ain't broke? But the problem is, as I was referring to earlier, you came up just short. You have to improve. In some, in some way, right? The Chiefs figured you out. Yeah, you gotta improve in one aspect of your game, or you're not gonna make that Super Bowl. You know. I mean, as as true as that is, and I do like that thinking. Their first four draft picks were first round defensive end, second round defensive end, third round offensive tackle. They didn't have a fourth round pick, and then their fifth rounder was an offensive tackle. So it's like. They are going with the tactic of we've identified two spots of need and we're making as many picks there as possible. As opposed to some other teams where it's like we're going to try to patch as many different holes as possible. So, we'll see. I don't think it's I don't think it's a terrible strategy. You don't go 13 and 3 by having a bad team, but you might have a couple of positions where you're like, "Oh, fix that up, fix that up, pick up this position that's really important." Right. No, I get so, that. I'm just a fan fun. of the sport. I'd like to see a lot of different matchups, but for Christ's sake, Buffalo fans suffered watching their team lose four straight Super Bowls. They mm-hmm. deserve to see their team in a Super Bowl with a team that might actually win the whole dang thing. I agree. So, I mean, it seems like they got their guy with Josh Allen. I mean, you don't sign him to a six-year extension if you don't think, like, that's your guy. But, like, you need – it's got to pay off at some point, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be this so. year, but, like e- – you gotta hope in the next few years Buffalo makes the Super Bowl, right? You'd imagine. Oh, absolutely. I would bet money on it, but I'm not necessarily hoping. Right. For well, it. It, it's oh, funny because I say that knowing that three of us are fans of AFC teams who are like, "No, what are you talking about? You don't want them in the Woo. Super Bowl." No, no, that's okay. They can make it in like four or five years after the Colts and Browns have won four combined, and the Chargers sneak in with that fifth one. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Save like, it right at the end. Graham, I thought you I was like, Graham, I could see this just being like, well, I guess they, like, and they just miss out. Uh, but I, I don't know. Josh okay. Allen had eight rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah, but he only had 37 passing touchdowns. So, you know. And one receiving touchdown. Wow, he did it all. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he, he should have had a, was he not Offensive Player of the Year? Uh, I wish I could tell you. He was my offensive player of the year. One moment, please. Or uh, he might have been my league MVP. I don't huh. remember. No, no, no. I'm talking about just the actual award. 
Oh, who, ca who cares about the actual award? 2020 was Derrick Henry. It uh, was Derrick Henry, yes. Uh, wow, he got no accolades. That's kind of unfortunate. He kicked all kinds of ass. He, he was great. awesome. Yeah. Hopefully he'll do it again. Yeah, I guess that I'm just a little shocked about that. I can't believe that Josh Allen didn't get anything, you know? He was second in MVP voting. It's about the best he got. Wow. Just behind Rodgers, huh? Sure seems that way. Man, that is, that is incredible. He, he was, man, just looking at his stats, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I honestly see more of the same this year. Right, and it's like, I, looking at their schedule real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I Will they repeat 13 wins? Be interesting to see. It's certainly doable given their schedule. That's what I'm thinking. After just, just taking a look at it. Just taking a little gander at it. So for their efforts winning the division last year, they get to face the Steelers, the Washington football team, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so, so one and two. Pretty good. Probably either one and two, probably. or they could possibly beat the Steelers and the football team. I'm not giving them a. Well, they could also beat. The oh Steelers. shit! Did I say one and two? You I sure meant did. One and two. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sure my did. bad. I I man, sorry about that. I uh, meant two and one. I, I was in the mic. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Okay, supporting the football team. I dig it. All right. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, my bad. I sort of agree with two and one. And then after that, it's pretty much the same schedule we've been talking about with everybody else, which... That's kind of what happens. Yeah. So. I, I can't believe that Bills and Buccaneers game is not a night game. Like, it'll be... Yeah, it's... It's a late afternoon game, but... Yeah. Do I even want to know what the hell the late game is that fucking week? Oh, uh, what, for the 12th? Oh, my God. One moment, it's please. It's going to be the Cowboys and football team. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to see. No, oh wait, no, I'm wrong. Oh, oh no, it's Bears and Packers. You know that game, oh, that game great. that we love to see. Yeah, that's so much Jesus better. Christ. Oh my gosh, guys! Hey, did you know that the Bears and the Packers are one of the most faded rivalries in all of the NFL? Don't you want to see it on prime time in Week 14? Don't you? Don't you? I mean, does a my bear shit in the bleeding. woods? The answer is if Aaron Rodgers says so. Yeah, I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, did the Bucks just get too many early primetime games that they just couldn't give them the Week 14? Brady against Josh Allen would be a great one. Honestly, heartbreaking. They do have four primetime games. Well, that's good, at least. And and at least two of them are awesome. Well, one of them's got to be Bill's yeah. Chiefs. Like, that. that's a given. Yes. Bill's Chiefs is Week 5. Yeah, and then Sunday. the very next week... <laughs> Yeah, the next week's Monday night Bills Titans. Wait, hold. On. They only get to host what? They only host one of those primetime games. That's a crime. Well, they have a yep. total of they have a total of four primetime games. And they, uh, yeah, but Buffalo doesn't get to host most of them. They host two out of the four. I don't know what you're talking about. No. What are you they talking about? They they host what one. What are you talking about? They go to the Chiefs. They, they go. They go to Tennessee. They go to New Orleans, and then they oh, host the right. Patriots. I don't know why. So I again, saw them what are you Tennessee. talking you're, about? You know <laughs> I'm talking nonsense, apparently. You sure know. are. Oh, oh my god. Why, why are you listening Look, to me? He got so defensive that he went, oh, shit. My bad. Oh, dang it. <laughs> my, hey, hey, you know what? My B. It's okay. 
Logan and I are really, really nailing the second half of this podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> this has been a good one. <laughs> it's been sad. It's been something. That goddamn they play they play maybe the most interesting Thanksgiving game, which is saying nothing. Well, would that be the Bills and Saints? Yeah. Out of the games that are on that day, that's the most interesting one. Who wants to watch the Lions and who wants to watch the Cowboys? No one. Everyone's going to watch Not that primetime game. If it doesn't get canceled like it did last year. Yeah. The, the night Thanksgiving game was canceled last year and it was the one good one we were looking forward to. Like, Wasn't that because uh, the Ravens were in COVID protocols yes. again? Yeah. I believe yeah. so. Ah, uh, the Ravens. Please don't do that again. Ain't gonna happen this year. It's gonna forfeit. Good. It was pretty awesome. Though. Last year, we had a football game on every day of the week. Every day of the week had a football game. Pretty neat. Only Even time Wednesday? that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens and Steelers okay. game were. Yeah, that's right. No, that was the th- that was the Thanksgiving game. No, wasn't that the game that like we kept talking like it was never gonna play? Like the it just Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I for some reason it's... I thought that game was on Tuesday, but I don't think it was. Yeah, like, I swear I got pushed back three times. Yeah. That was the Thanksgiving game. Because <laughs> oh, okay. the Thanksgiving yeah, night right. game was Raven Steelers. And and for some goddamn reason, they played it at three forty PM on a Wednesday. <laughs> That's prime time. That's prime time for me. I go to bed at 7. Amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> Last year was so neat. It was, it was neat. All right. If I'm if I'm picking a record. Please do. My br- my brain's telling me 13 and 4. My heart's telling me 14 and 3. I'm going 14 and 3. Okay. I think that's a bold strategy. Thank you. Hmm. I want to say 14 and 3 as well, but I think they go 13 and 4. Uh, Good it, choice. I mean, it's just I I don't even know like the I think they might lose they'll probably lose to the Chiefs, they might lose to the Titans, they'll probably lose to the Bucks Woo. and then just one weird division game. I could see that. But I mean, their schedule is awesome otherwise. It's pretty awesome. I think this might be a bit of an unpopular opinion. I have them going 12 and 5. I think 14 and 3, 13 and 4 sound better, assuming Josh Allen stays healthy the whole year. And I just don't quite see him staying healthy all year. Really? And their backup, Mitch Trubisky, doesn't inspire a whole lot of confidence in me. So. I'm pretty sure I'm lowballing them at 12 and 5, but if Josh Allen gets hurt, I think 12 and 5 is perfect. If he misses like 3 games with some sort of minor thing, I'm seeing 12 and 5. I See, think you're making the safe choice. Lo- mm. Logan, I'm kind of right there with you because I was looking at that 13 and 3 like, wow, like what would it take to like could they do something like that again? And I don't know. I just see a few games in there where I'm just like, I just I don't know if they win that one outright, you know? Yeah. And I honestly feel like the Bills can fall into some trap games here or there. Like, I'm looking at, like, we all just think, oh, the Bills are going to take on Washington and totally beat them. I don't know about that. That defense is pretty good. 
I, I think they split the Dolphins probably. Uh, mm-hmm. Bucks will be tough. Patriots are always tough. I mean, they beat. I think they swept them for the first time in a very long time last year. But I don't know if they do that again. I don't. I and then there's just some games out here. I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Their losses last year were the Titans, the Chiefs, the Cardinals, and then the Chiefs in the playoffs. Right. So that's all yeah. my. I, I well, it wasn't. It wasn't the Cardinals one. The uh, the the, the Hail Murray. fans game. Yeah. 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 Amazing game. Yeah, it sure it was. It was a fun one to watch. I don't know. I I think they regress slightly. I still think they win the division, but I do think it'll be twelve and five. Yeah. Solid three seed this year. I think that's fair. I agree. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of our picks. It, no. They're all realistic in their own. Right. Way. Yeah. I mean, we all have it. We all have the Bills winning the division again because I just think it is. It's their time right now. Mm-hmm. And, spe- <laughs> and for, speaking of the Williams, I was saying. And speaking of time, I believe that it is time to wrap up this episode of Internet nope. Podcast. Nope. We're I, not doing Fitz Magic picks again. Are we not? I've I've made them. I'm staring at them right now. I am also staring <laughs> at them. They're ready. <laughs> I didn't have that pulled up, but I go ahead. Lead Let's lead go. us off, Logan. All right. <laughs> uh, once again, we've uh, curated our fast answers question, and then I'm sure we'll get a snappier name as the season goes on. Uh, wherein, as opposed to last week, where we had eight picks in just the probably what will shape out to be the worst game of the preseason. Uh, we're now doing one for each game of the preseason. Week one. And uh, first one coming up here. I'm not super proud of this one, but I wrote it down anyway. In Fitzmagic's first game of the season in 2020, which was also against the Patriots, Fitzmagic threw an interception on his ninth pass attempt. How many passes will it take for Fitzmagic to throw an interception in this game over under of nine passes? I'll lead us off here. I personally am of the belief it'll take him more than nine passes, so I'm going the over nine. Good pick. I'll take the over. Good exactly pick. nine. Dig it. Genius. And Steven. I don't think he throws one. I don't think he throws nine passes. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how to account for that. So I'm just going to say no int... And then Steve. All right, fair enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. So here's a question: Do Ty? I think that if he throws m- more than nine passes and doesn't throw an interception, I think Tyler and I still win. I think that is correct as well. Because if he throws like eleven passes and never throws a touchdown, he's still thrown more than nine without a touch without an interception. There we go. I'm all with right. it. A bold choice. Am I announcing all these, or does Steven want to take over his usual announcing role? I can take over here. Um, right. You know, starting, like, moving on to Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> there are 305 miles between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, so which offense will get closer to 305 offensive <laughs> yards? Um, I'm guessing if you go over, we'll just count backwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is not Price is Right rules. So if it's like three oh four to three oh six, it's a tie. But okay, but like, what if they both? What if it's like three seventy five to three eighty three? So the team that did worst gets the win, in this case. Well, the yes. one who gets closest to three oh five gets the win. Fair enough. So you could pick the worst team, assuming they'll do three oh. 
Sure. If you if you really think one team's gonna get like four fifty, you could take the other one, hoping they get like two hundred. I uh, I'll be honest. I think uh, they both kind of stink, but I think Philadelphia is gonna start their starters for more. So I'm going with Philadelphia. Wow, another great pick. I couldn't agree more. Thank you. I I, I will also go Philly. God damn it, son of a bitch. Go birds. <laughs> go birds. Caca. Hi. You beautiful Atta boy. Man. Atta boy. Proud of you. What do I What? This doesn't count for prize. Why not? It's true. It is the preseason after all. This just get us warmed up. Uh, moving on to Tennessee at Atlanta. In the most recent meeting between Tennessee and Atlanta, jo- Julio Jones had 52 yards. How many receiving yards does Julio get in this game? Hmm. Give me the under. And Logan? I'm also going under. Tyler, you seemed like you had an answer. Well, I feel like it's tough because he's not going to play much, but I feel like it could be like one good throw that gets him there. So I'll go over. You know what? I'll go over. I'll be optimistic. I will also go over. Great pick, Tyler. Thank you. All right. Moving on to Buffalo at Detroit. Um, pretty simple one on this. Would the Lions have more passing yards or rushing yards than the Bills? So you can answer this more pass, more rush, both, or neither. All right, uh, Graham, lead us off. Uh, they'll have more rushing yards for all the reasons I said earlier. I was like, I 100%, (laughs) I 100% agree on that. (laughs) Give me the rush. Uh, Tyler. I'll take the rush. Great pick. I'm about to pick a very unpopular opinion. I think it's going to be both. I don't think the wow. Bills try very hard in this game. I would say it will be a lot of two and three strings, I bet. So, who knows? Yeah, I think Goff will actually start. I don't think Josh Allen's going to do a whole lot. I think both. I'm just, bank- I'm just banking on Mitch Trubisky to throw for like 300 yards. Ah, well, <laughs> keep waiting. <laughs> how many How many games is he going to play, Stephen? <laughs> Is that well, how many starts is that going to be across? Uh, all all <laughs> preseason. <laughs> okay. What? Old. Maybe I don't know. All right, moving on to Dallas at Arizona. Uh, our favorite third string QB Ben DiNucci. Will he have a completion percentage over under of fifty percent? Who wants to lead us off on this one? Uh easy under. I'm going for a tie. Ooh. Nice. I'm going to go over. I have no factual basis to back this up, and as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but I'm going over. <laughs> well, you just see. believe. You in, believe in, his, in Dimitri. In his, in his previous, or in the Hall of Fame game, he was 7 for 17. Yeah, but in his two regular season starts, he was over 500 both times. Hmm. He went 2 for 3 in one game, and then... 21 of 40. So it sounds like he needs to balance that out. Give me the under. All right, moving on to uh, we got Miami at Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields, as we mentioned earlier, is going to get a lot of or significant playing time in this preseason game. Uh, will Justin Fields have over under 93 passing yards for reference to a through for 93 yards in his very first NFL start? Um, Ooh. Graham, go ahead and start us off. Let's go under. Fuck the Bears. 
All right. Uh, Logan. I'm also going over. Also referring back to my last pick, not referring to Graham's <laughs> pick. <laughs> I got very confused there for a second. Uh, Tyler. Hit me with the tie. I'll go over. Why not? Uh, all right. This is Moving such on. An interesting question, Logan. I'll say thank you. All right. Moving on to Denver at Minnesota. Uh, which team's defense will defend more passes? Now, Logan, could you clarify what? How do mm-hmm. you define a defended pass? There is a metric, I believe, on ESPN that in the box score where it lists passes defensed. That is correct. And that's that's what I'm going on. So typically it's like if a pass is completable but a defender like knocks it away, that's a pass defensed. Okay. However ESPN tracks it, you go you can look it up. I'm not what am I? Your mommy? I don't I'm, I can't do all the work for you. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Whatever ESPN says and I can't believe I'm saying this, I'm with ESPN on this one. That is fair. I guess for reference, the Cowboys had one pass defended last game. And I think so did the Steelers. I think they tied at one. <laughs> the Steelers had seven. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was off by almost an order of magnitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, tie. Nice. All right, Tyler. I'll take Minnesota. Uh, Graham? Man, the amount of not care I have for these two teams. Um, let's let's go Denver for the hell of it. Woo! And Logan. I am also picking Denver. Again, referencing the pick that Graham just made five seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out this time. Oh, Christ. This next question. Wow. All right. Yeah. Do, no at Baltimore. And by yep. no, I mean New Orleans. Uh, which QB will have more rush attempts, Taysom Hill or Lamar Jackson? Uh, easiest, uh, no question, going to lock it in 100%. Uh, give me Taysom Hill because Lamar is barely going to play in this game. Fair enough. <laughs> Logan? I'm also going to go with Taysom Hill. <laughs> Tyler? I will take Taysom Hill. And I think they're going to have two apiece. Ty. <laughs> rush attempts, Bold. not touchdowns? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, Taysom Hill won't get that many touchdowns. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised. All right, moving on to Cleveland at Jacksonville. God, love the phrasing on this. (laughs) How bad will Cleveland curb stomp the Jaguars? Fuck yeah! I'm guessing that's the line as of now is Cleveland has a minus five. So over under Cleveland minus five. The line as of right now is plus two and a half to Cleveland. What? Wow. I, 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 I looked at three different betting sites yesterday. Cleveland got points. The only rationale I can take for this is that Trevor Lawrence is going to play a whole lot and most of Cleveland's starting offense will not. That's the only saying. rationale I can accept. And even then, I think it's it's dumb. I put Cleveland minus five. I was like, currently has Jacksonville minus two. Yeah, which is Cleveland plus two. Okay. I can't believe it. Regardless, I'm going Cleveland minus five. I cannot believe that Cleveland is going to lose this game. Graham? Uh, we are going to go with... Uh, wow. 
Jags plus five. Tyler? Uh, I can't see Cleveland losing either, so I'll take the Brownies. Hmm. Eh, give me the Browns. Some uh, Browns fan you are, Graham. Oh, I think they win by four. <laughs> there that you means go. the Jags cover. Thanks. All right, moving on. Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. Uh, the number of snaps Joe Burrow plays over under two times the number of snaps that Tom Brady plays. I mean, this is a trick question, right? Tom Bruce Arians has said that Tom Brady will play in the preseason. You're kidding. He didn't say how much. He just said that Tom Brady will play in the preseason. That's I all he said right now. Well, it was like two times zero is zero, so you can't double zero. Damn it, Steven, I was going to make that <laughs> That's exactly joke. what I was, I was like, thinking. I was say, like, this is a trick question, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. It, it sounds like a trick question, but from everything I've read on the copious articles I've read about the Bucks, it has said that Bruce Arians is planning to play Tom Brady at least somewhat in the preseason. I don't know about this game in particular. I don't know what extent playing in the preseason is, but that's what I've got for you. Well, and see, this is where I'm conflicted too because, like, Joe Burrow's still got his knee thing. He's probably not going to play that much. Oh, is that true? Uh, true. My logic is that Brady plays one drive and Burrow will play at least two, so hopefully the number of snaps is more for Burrow at this point. Either way, I'm going to take Burrow. Or over two times. There we go. All right. I'm going to go tie. I think neither of them play in this game. See, th that's what I was thinking, Logan. I'm like, I just don't see them. Like, I think that's like a week two or three thing, just to give them a little thing. But I just Could don't be. see them playing. All right. That's fair enough. <laughs> Graham? Give me old Tampa Tom. One Woo! snap to zero for Burrow. <laughs> Tom's going to come in, lace one to Mike Evans, and go sit on the bench clean his rings oh oh whew. all right hold on i need a minute to calm down after that oh oh what a great sentence i'll give you that minute uh oh. jets versus the giants simple question who wins the battle for new york uh neither tie zero zero. Oh god this is such a terrible thing giants oh you want to know what you want to know what makes me sick to say? Jets. Oh, the, oh gross, oh. Steven. Oh, God. I'm saying it, though. I, Steven, oh, you know what? We'll be sick together. Oh, we'll be oh. great. We're taking the Jets. Come on. I feel like I've got to report you to the police or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. On to Houston at Green Bay. Uh, worst game of Aaron Rodgers' career. Uh, had him with a passer rating of 35.4. How many Houston QBs will have a worse passer rating in this game? Damn. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of this Just one. Just amazing. really good. What a burn. <laughs> I was like, not only is it factual and statistically driven, that just burns. Like This is the best. That's my favorite way of insulting people is using hard-hitting statistics <laughs> with a point. It's like... He's not wrong, and dang, that hurts. Here's here's my logic. Here's my logic. Ready for this? I mean, Tyrod Taylor has to play at least one snap, so he's good. I think he's fine. I think they're mm -hmm. going to play two more quarterbacks, and they're not going to do anything. So I'm going to take two. I can get behind that. I have one. Thank you. I have one on my radar. See, Tyler, here's the problem, is that 
at some point, Houston will play quarterbacks. And if they play three of them, they're all going to be under 35.4 passer rating. I'm going three or more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said it. And Graham. All right. So uh, Ben DiNucci went seven for 17 with a pick. And he's the only one to finish with a passer rating under that in that terrible Hall of Fame game. So I'm going to go one. Not bad. All right. Uh, yeah. Moving on to Kansas City at San Francisco. <laughs> I forgot I put this one down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kansas City. Go Bucks, baby. <laughs> Kansas City, total points over under nine. Go Bucks. <laughs> Give me the under, baby. Amazing. Why nine? Just because of the fucking that's how many Super they Bowl? scored in the Super Bowl. Jesus, yeah. give me the over. No way they don't score at least nine points. Tyler? It's a tie. Three field goals. Fucking hell. <laughs> and Graham? Give me the under, baby. Yes! <laughs> Go Bucks! Woo! Oh, boy. Uh, moving on to Seattle at Vegas. Uh, which team will have more pass catchers in the game? Seahawks. All right, Tyler? Uh, I'll take Seattle. Good pick. <laughs> of the question mark? Uh, Graham? <laughs> Ty. My gosh. Ooh. And Logan. <laughs> I thought you all made some pretty compelling arguments with the Seahawks. However, <laughs> Seahawks. You can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Argue. Uh, that's nope. weird because it says St. Louis right there. Shut the fuck up, Graham. I just noticed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, St. Louis back to the Rams. Or Rams back to St. Louis confirmed. We did Ooh. it. Actually, I prefer to go live on here. All right. And moving on, Chargers at the Rams, which is so funny to me because it's just the same stadium, much like the Jets and the Giants. So simple, similar question. Actually, the exact same question, pretty much. Who wins the battle for Los Angeles? That was also a movie. I got lazy with these two, I'll be honest. I'm like, eh, <laughs> they're in the same city. That's fair. It works. Uh, Chargers. Logan. I have made this mistake before and picked against Steven's favorite team. I've learned my lesson. Give me the team from Los Angeles. Graham. Uh, that would be the concession stand. <laughs> what? Uh, All right. Give me the Rams. Tyler? I'm going to go with the Chargers. All right. Moving on. Carolina at Indy. Panthers yards per carry <laughs> over under 3.7 is what Indy that's allowed. Not what, that's not what that's it says. That's not what those... That's <laughs> what it says to me. Yards, oh. yards, yards per carry. It does say yards <laughs> per carry. Uh, you know what? I'm leaving it. Uh, anyway, Indy only allowed 3.7 yards per carry last season. So will the Panthers get over under that? Yards. Oh. Uh, under. Hmm. Yeah, under. Tyler? 
I don't know how much McCaffrey's going to play, so I'll go under. And Logan. I'm also going under, which is how I know it's going to be over, because none of us picked it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Tremendous. And we just made it under the three-hour mark. Woo! Woo! Amazing. I mean, I did not go. think last week could be topped, and here we are. Yeah, if you thought last week was long... <laughs> This went almost as long as a regulation NFL football game. (laughs) Well, let me wrap it up real quick then. Thank you so much for joining us on this extra long episode of the Internet Football Podcast. Thank you all for joining me. Extra long like Derrick Henry. We weren't even. (laughs) See, I expected this when we talked about the AFC South. Nope. Snuck it in there late. (laughs) Oh, it's probably because. It's probably because of Josh Norman. Uh, That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you tied it together. Nice job. Yep, I, I do my best here. And we will see you next week where we will talk about one of the NFC division teams, but which one? Tune in to find out. Bye, everybody. Ooh. Bye. Be well.